Hello everyone, welcome back to the restarted Seda Monkeys podcast where the last like five minutes just didn't record at all. I'm your host, Earth Defend. Today I'm joined by Bear is Speak or Bear is Valve. Hello. Um, Singular Charles or Charles. Yep, just one today. Um, Nutpack or Zyre JWC. Sex. Sex, Hi. okay. And Rhineeks or 4K Image of Ninja. Hello. Um, so we have some pretty interesting, it's so weird to say the same exact thing again. Um, we have some pretty interesting topics today and one here that is not even tech related and a very uh, special one at the end. Uh, this first one here, although it's interesting, I'm going to kind of paraphrase the shit out of it because I just spent like four, we all just spent four minutes talking about it. Yes, for, we so, all did. Yeah, we except, all except did. Zaire. Yes, every single except one of Zaire. Us. I made it, it yeah, it's crazy how I made it back Charles. fast enough. Yep, yep. That oh. guy too. <laughs> um. So Zaire, I'm gonna let you handle the Super Seducer Three one, unless you need me to like read an intro to it. Yeah, yeah. Read the intro, and then I'll I'll just go into it. I didn't really have that much to say, but it, it's a little something. So uh, going off of what I said five minutes ago, uh, this is from TechRaptor.net, who have never heard of Super Seducer Three, has been banned from Steam. Um, to quote this article on Twitter, Richard Laruni has revealed that Valve has banned removed Super Seducer Three from their Steam storefront and will not allow it to be released in any form. Um, the Super Seducer 3 Steam page is gone, and over 61,700 bushlets are gone as well, which would be quite the blow for a game that's supposed to launch later this week. Um, I, I get to, to quickly paraphrase here, my biggest, um, the biggest weirdness I was thinking about with this is the fact that, although it's, it doesn't seem, I don't really see the issue, I'm not sure why this guy put, like, it's literally just, like, videoed adult explicit content it's just straight up porn i haven't seen the i haven't i'll i'm not gonna say i'm gonna look it up but i haven't seen what what the problem i probably will i wouldn't have put it past you to look it up oh no we're not gonna talk about that on here matthew okay we're not gonna talk about it but um yeah most people if you do watch twitch or you do any like random stuff i know some other youtubers do it but super you probably seen super Seducer through the weird british dude who goes around they actually shot rockets off in their, their second one and um like artillery rockets and um not nasa rockets not nasa rockets but um this game it, it like some parts it, it gets filmed in like warring countries like you might get taken away like in the email header like you might get captured by someone <laughs> in one of the emails that a youtuber said that he was going to be in it but that was the header he was like i'm not trying to go to a warring country but um yeah no it's kind of weird how the first su two super seducers yeah they're kind of sus and weird but i didn't think they have blatant sex you know yeah I, well i haven't seen this i don't know if it's blatant sex but I'd assume, I'd assume it wasn't if, um, for the sole reason of Steam saying they're not allowing this because they won't allow, um, quote, a game with sexually explicit images of real people. So, I'm so going... it's because of real people. Okay. So yeah, it's I was going to say there actual... are very many other so if games. So they drew everything, they would be fine. Yeah. If they did like a poorly drawn image of, of a, of a naked female. Tracing. Yay. 4K image drawn of Ninja. Okay, that I, that, you know, I'm gonna quickly talk about that for a sec because that still like amazes me. Epic's profile picture, not the baby. No, the baby. If you look at Epic's profile picture, the ninja thing, it doesn't look like it in TeamSpeak because it's TeamSpeak compressing it. But that's an actual 4K image of Ninja, and it's like 400 kilobits, 456 kilobits. Uh, what I, how is it 4K? And it looks good. It doesn't look compressed, and it's like it's 400, like 56 kilobits. 
Well, meanwhile, images don't load for me. I'm freaking. It's only a <laughs> I'm missing image. the 4K ninja. What? What's to live for now? The only reason I call it 4K image of ninja is a because it's 4K, but because I literally typed into Google 4K image of ninja, and I'm pretty sure that was like the name of the of like the title of the website that hosted it. That was the title of the webpage. Was just 4K image of ninja, and it's a it it is it's a 4K image. But back to this uh, super seducer thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of doubt at this point. It's already see, seems like Valve's not going to allow it um at all. And they rejected all three different forms of the game submitted by the main dev, including the censored, uncensored, and Twitch-censored version. Or sorry, the Twitch-censored version, the uncensored version, and a specifically built version that has some uncensored things from the Twitch one, but addressed some areas he thought Valve might have problems with. But Valve didn't give any fucking specifics as to why, like, what specifically in the game would have been banned and i'm assuming if they're saying it's like adult e explicit content then he probably removed oh, whatever the issue was so i think i found it okay yeah it's so at when the end of super seducer not in the end but like every like cutscene or every like oh sorry my game my computer's freaking out every like um every like game next level at the end he like talks to you and i think it's because like women have just ass in in vaginas out in in boobs, so it's kind of like what the wow. Fuck. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I could. It's just a. It's a blurred picture. Like it's the Twitch mode. It's the Twitch streamer mode, right? Yeah. That's what, and I see the blurred version of it, right? So that's why I think that I'm assuming that's the reason. It's fucking weird. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why that's needed in the game. That's not really needed. Um. I don't know, but that, that makes me wonder too. If that if that is really the offending issue, I'm assuming a Twitch censored version, um, or the Valve censored version probably remove that. So I'm not sure why in the world they wouldn't have just like allowed the fucking thing on Steam. I don't really know. Um, uh, if you go into podcasts, I didn't mean to send it twice, but that is what I'm assuming it is. Yeah, that looks like it's probably it. Yeah, that's I a Twitch see. version. Um, but yeah. That's there's not much to say here other than I don't know. I mean, Let me it's just say it kind of sucks to hear that people went to warring countries to get this this stuff filled. No, not this one, not this well, one. But it was possible you could have been in a warring country. Can you imagine yeah. that what that call was like yeah. to like the actor? Like, hey, yo, I want to say no, 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 no. It was a YouTuber. It was a YouTuber. It was a YouTube. That's the, that's yeah, like no, objectively see, they worse. Have, they have YouTubers in. They have YouTubers in it because they have they literally have Candyland. Oh. One of the queens of Twitch, all right? If you know who Candyland is, mm, I, don't. I love Candyland. But they had they, they asked um, a, a guy in the Sidemen, uh, Mini Mentor, or Simon, um, he was going to be in it, and they asked him to, but they said, like, in the header, I can get the clip, probably, but he said, it pro it was it would be in a warring country, or you might get captured. So, yeah. Yeah, what, like, sane person ever would accept that? Yeah, no, he said no. But I think Candyland was, like, in Sweden. <laughs> yeah, it was like in Sweden because she's in Sweden. Or she's Swedish, I think. I, I don't really know, but yeah. That's so I don't know. It. If you have, uh, if you're interested in this game series or this third game, you're gonna have a hard time getting it because it GOG and Epic Games have declined to carry the game, and it's gonna release somehow in some form yeah. this week. Uh, also, you can't post it like, on a website. You can't even find the blurred images, like. It's just not on Google yet either. So it's literally, I don't understand how people are seeing it. Maybe, 
How did Steam even let keys get out for like what before the see? game comes out? Which is what I'm confused about. Did Steam do that, or did or they just? Well, no. How did people get the? Did they? they it may not have been through it. Steam. They could have just oh. sent them a zip file with the entire True. game, True. Um, or any other service. And I don't think the game even ever. I don't think the game even ever had a Steam Greenlight page or anything like that. I think Greenlight's dead. But you get what I mean. I don't think the page ever existed on Steam. I'm not sure. Um. But yeah, I don't know. We're going to move on here because after covering that topic twice, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just sick of it after covering it two times in a row. Um, so we'll move on to a fresh article here um, from CNET. Gmail and other Android apps crashing on phones. Here's Google Simple Fix. Now, I actually had this issue. I literally was, it was like 7.30 p.m. I forget whatever it was. This was published on the 24th. That's the day it happened most likely. No, it wasn't. Was it updated then? There's this was not made yesterday. It, There's no way. It, it happened like I think three days ago because I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, the twenty second here. Issue. Yeah, that makes more sense. I didn't have that issue. Yeah, I literally went to open Gmail. I just finished eating dinner and I just went to open Gmail. It's like, oh, it crashed instantly. Great. I just opened it a minute before and I accidentally closed it and then had to like carry something. Then I went to open it again. <laughs> I couldn't open it and then it just kept doing it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and I looked into it and I found it wasn't this article, it was some other one saying that it was something with Android system web view. Um, so I did just uninstall yeah, its latest update. Yeah, one of my friends had a complete, it, like, it just happened to every single one of their apps and they had, had to, de they delete a couple to see what was the issue. And literally, like, I, I why would they VC delete it? Is them. what I'm confused about. What? Why would they delete it? Well, he didn't know what was wrong. So he, he thought maybe some other app was causing the problem. Like Call of Duty and other games. And like I, I joined him in PC and he told me his issue. And I literally searched up and the, the answer was two hours ago. Like was uploaded two hours ago on, I think, Android Alert or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, basically it said like uninstall the updates for system web view, which I'm kind of confused about this article because it says update. I'm guessing they fixed it now. Yeah, that, that these but, yeah. um originally this article did say click uninstall, but now it's been yeah. fixed. You just click update. Um, yeah. I I'd love to know what happened. I don't think Google will ever. Well, they may say I don't know. Maybe they did say. Maybe they had something on their um Google Cloud status thing. I never the, actually checked. The code monkeys or whatever they show on the freaking Chrome web page. Um, the, yeah, the fucking YouTube shit on the coding or something. Yeah, the code monkeys shat on the coding. Um, yes. <laughs> I I don't know. I'd love I really love to know what happened. Like that just makes practically like every Android user just not able to open their Gmail app. Yeah. Uh, or more apps. Yeah, very, very interesting issue. The only one I had issues with was Gmail. Everything else worked. That said, I don't use the like normal YouTube app, so maybe it affected that one. I use YouTube Vanced. So if it didn't affect Vanced, then I don't know if it I don't know oh, if it affected normal YouTube. I I think I might have noticed an issue with YouTube, but that was it. I didn't and even I, know a sign. That, thing, I, that didn't even I keep matter to me. Update my apps. <laughs> yeah, I don't. My phone, it's great. It used to like auto update apps um, on the original firmware chipped on Android 8. And then when OnePlus did the update to Android 9, it did it too. It would still, you know, auto update apps. And then the, with Android 10, it just kind of fucking doesn't do it half the time. And there's tons of issues. And then they just stop support after saying they'd like support the phone for a while. Uh, it's my it's been my biggest issue with OnePlus actually is them not properly supporting their phones. Apparently, like the OnePlus Seven Pro, which I've said in this podcast many times, is like the one phone I'd I'd love to get. 
apparently it's got really shit update support and still is really buggy and has a lot of issues that OnePlus just doesn't fix. And the Android, mm -hmm. I think it's 10 or 11 um, port for it, is like still in beta. And there really isn't a great excuse for it. Um, considering it, it, like it is a really recent phone. And it's, you, you'd think the, you know, like the, one of the only all screen phones released in the US to have better support than a, like a year and a half of quality updates and then just nothing. Um, but yeah, I have not been getting auto updates for apps. So it's, it's great that like, you know, the one time it does decide to auto update is when WebView decides to like just eat shit. It's really great. Um, but yeah, it looks like this is fixed now. I was very unclear when this was happening, if it like when it was going to be fixed, because Google said they're looking into it and it didn't stop immediately. So it kind of looked like one of those problems that might last a few days. Um, they even like went so far as to say, I don't know if it's removed here or not. Um, uh, it looks like it may have been removed here, um, but Google did say at one point to use the, like the web interface for Gmail instead right now, like, you know, showing how little confidence they have that they can get the issue solved quickly. Um, at least that's my take on it, but I'm, I'm happy it's fixed. People can now access their email again, their Gmail and yeah, hopefully this doesn't happen again because it's just going to fuck a lot of shit up again for like five minutes. Um, we'll move on here to a completely non-tech related article that I, it's, it just stood out to me simply because, um, I've watched a lot of Lionsgate, like cartoons, they don't make many cartoons at all. But the few they do, I've watched a lot of them, specifically the Speed Racer, uh, the next generation ones they did, um, or published. Mm -hmm. I watched the shit out of those. So this caught my eye. Apparently, they're raising, this from the Hollywood Reporter, Lionsgate to raise $1 billion in new debt. And... Ha! What are they doing? I, I don't really know. I also love how it's like a guy smiling in a suit and it's just talking about raising debt. Like it's it's just, it doesn't sound great, <laughs> and then no, you have I'm that just image. Saying that they're they're spending money or they're um, uh, what is it? They're selling bonds in order to pay their debts. Yeah, which seems kind of funny. I'm just imagining the guy like taking like you know he's got like some bonds from his grandpa and he's just going to the bank and cashing them out for his like multi billion dollar business. That's what I'm imagining. How do you even get one billion in debt? That's that's insane like most people don't even make more than a million in their lifetime i don't know don't ask uh don't ask the the government how to get a billion in debt we're we're far past that oh yeah yeah um way past no, i agree though all all i'll say is lionsgate weren't you know like the speed racer show is honestly great and that's part of that's my bias for a lot of speed racer shit but also in general, it just had a lot of good shit to it, and it wasn't bad. I can't say it was bad, even like without nostalgia goggles. It wasn't a bad show. It was actually, I think, pretty decent. I don't know of a single Lionsgate movie I've ever seen, which I believe is the like main thing. I don't know if a single Lionsgate movie I think I've ever seen that's good. Um, with the exception, I didn't they like publish or some shit with like The Matrix one. Maybe they. I don't. I think, don't know. I, I would not be able to tell you. Um, Lionsgate Matrix. Let's see if I'm right here. I don't know if they did. It doesn't look like they did. 
No, Warner Bros. and Lionsgate are set to Keanu Reeves, The Matrix 4, and John Wick. Okay, so Lionsgate do the John Wick films. That was, I watched like John Wick 1 through 3, and then the next week I watched Matrix 1 through 3. So I got them mixed up. Lionsgate does John Wick. I can, okay, those are, those are good Lionsgate films. Those are good Lionsgate published or whatever films. So I guess there are three films I've seen by Lionsgate that, you know, like good. I don't know any other Lionsgate related film that I've seen that I can honestly say was great. I know I've seen their names on films before and most of them were films I just didn't like and I didn't think were that good. Um, and how also, how many of you guys have knew of Lionsgate before this article? I've heard the name, uh, I but I don't I've know from what, though. Movies. I wouldn't be able to tell you, but I can recognize <laughs> their uh, the intro. Yeah. Oh, same. Their intro is pretty good. They had this really cool one. Again, back to the speed racer ship for a sec. They had this really cool one that like went through like a winding clock. It was like it was literally like oh. Big Ben. Oh, they did Hugo Cabret the movie. I don't know what that I is. Think. You've never read Hugo? Oh my god, it's no. so good. Hugo Cabret is a really good movie or book. I'll have to watch it. It's a book. It, I'd advise you to watch oh. the read the book first, or you can watch. Oh, the movie. they did the Hunger Games. Did they do Speed Racer? Because there's a logo that's like Lionsgate. There's a logo that's like Lionsgate's in Speed Racer, like the movie. But I don't think they did. I'm not. I I don't think that they did Speed Racer the movie. Let's see here. No, they didn't. They just did the Next Generation. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's just funny to me that they're like. They're they're just selling bonds to pay debt. And then you have this fucking image of this guy, like, just you know, just happy chilling in front of the camera. Like, this is this isn't a positive. I'll bet that they had like some sort of bot do this. Like, you set know, the whole I could, yeah, page up with the images and all that. I could buy that. Um, who the fuck? Like, who is Philip Ferrone? Or is this just the okay? That's a photographer, and then. John Feltheimer. John Feltheimer. With a no age, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a, that's a really bad picture. Like this is this is like if you took like an article on. Okay, no, never mind. I was gonna go to like a really dumb extreme that made no sense at all. So we're just gonna forget that I was about to to go on some stupid dumb thing that doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah. Also, apparently they own stars which i didn't i didn't even know stars was owned by lionsgate i thought they were their own thing um i is there even anything on stars that people watch uh yeah what, I think uh, many stars again? can you like refresh me <laughs> i love the duality is um, <laughs> yeah what stars I think, I think i think they have movies it's it's more movie based i don't think there's like one big big thing i think they're like older movies yeah i think that's uh and then they have a, a show called ballers which people watch i thought that was on i get hbo and stars confused all the time so i don't really know they're very similar in their like brand they really are at one point i thought they were owned by the same people yeah i mean it's literally just like black background with white text that's just that's their logo i can see how you get them mixed up and their brand like their actual active marketing is pretty similar too uh, I feel like their active marketing is just none. Well, like, but yeah, though I've seen like every now and then I see a stars ad, but it's it's like the most generic same. Safe. I only remember it from like the ads, and I never even paid any attention to them. Yeah, 
Um, I don't know. I I mean, I wish this very happy CEO who's very happy about the the debt, um, luck in in paying it off. I thought Lionsgate. I actually, like, if I remember correctly, Lionsgate had like big financial issues of like ten years ago, and they were on the verge of shutting down. So I, yeah, I, like, I think I, they're still on financial issues. Yeah, I was gonna say I I can't say I'm surprised that uh, Lionsgate is having financial issues. But it's interesting. I, I, it's really honestly just the image. The, the image is like the only reason I clicked this article, <laughs> mainly because it just didn't make any sense to me. It's just like a really depressing title with a just smiling CEO. Um, but yeah, we'll move on here to a story from Hackaday. Um, digital PlayStation 3 purchases may only live as long as your PRAM battery without Sony servers. Um, it's actually been, I believe, like, one or two days since I've read this one, but if, if I remember correctly from what I read both on Twitter and in this article, um, the PS3 PRAM battery, um, and I'm also going off of what's in front of my face, this article, um, the internal clock, um, which is, it, it looks like the, the PRAM battery is just essentially like a CMOS battery, but the internal clock needs to stay in sync, or shit goes bad it was it here description yeah let me let me quote it here instead of giving the worst description ever um after battery replacement the internal clock needs to be reset and this requires validation from the playstation network uh the one that's soon to be shut down um this is also because we didn't cover this specifically but this article alludes enough to it um it was leaked and i don't know if it's been confirmed yet or not but it's like all but confirmed that the um playstation 3 psn network is is shutting down oh um, wow you will not be able to buy games often anymore download past dlcs download past games it, everything's shutting down in terms of it's it's like online services the, for PS3. the way i'm reading this though is that like basically you can't play your fucking games after that certain time yep what the fuck? unless you unless you just take the 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 hard drive out and then just put it into an emulator i guess that's well, really no, okay, no, nah, that's not even that's not even how that works, though. That takes yeah, a lot true. more than that. It does. It, 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 like, I just want to mention, I, I cannot confirm or deny this actually was a real thing that the guy said. I think one of the like higher ups in in Sony didn't really see the appeal of playing old games. I think they've said yeah, that in the past in relation. Stupid. I think they've said that in the past in relation to um like adding backwards compatibility onto like the PS5 and PS4. Yeah. I don't think it was really dumb and I don't I don't think anyone understands yeah, that. Well, here's here's uh, what I think Sony's big thing with um not caring about that is it doesn't historically at least it does not generate a lot of sales. It just allows people to play their older games. They're not, you know, people aren't going to go out and buy but you really want to just like stop people from playing games period just brick the console that's why I, xbox I is doing so much better this this thing wrong to my in my opinion that's why xbox is doing things a lot better at this point in time i'm hoping a lawsuit comes out i don't for what, for what? I, they, they can't sue them like at all if for the if for the servers going down and making it so the console's unplayable it's it's hypothetically possible, but there, there's no way Sony's gonna say, "All right," because we know it's related to the PRAM battery, right? We know if that if that dies, you're fucked. 
there's, they can't do anything about the p rating. Yeah, either. there's no way somebody's gonna say, okay, everyone who has an issue with this, for what the court would probably say would be like the next two years, um, ship us your console, and then when it dies, you know, in like like three months of just being off or some shit, then uh, we'll replace it, and then when that happens again, we'll do it again. Or they're like they're not gonna take everyone's PS3 back to ship them back out. They're not pulling an Xbox with the original Xbox 360. That like that's not what they're about to do. Um, they'll fight that, you know, tooth and nail, uh, in court, if that ever, if it comes to that, if there's ever any Fucking type of court action hell. filed. Um, well, no, I know there, you, there's Matt, still I... game communities on there. One that I know pretty well is the Ridge Racer 7 community, which is still alive and thriving. Well, in that case, like, I, that's what I'm saying, emulate it. <laughs> it. It'd just be shit. Well, no, it's gonna, really it's, now is emulate it. it's incredibly hard from what I remember. Maybe it's not still, I haven't been into PS3 emulators in a bit, but Rob, I know you it's have been not, for a little bit. It's not. Well, is it hard to emulate PS3 games, Rob? It's not. No, it's too, not hard at all. You just have a good enough computer for it. Yeah, that's all you really all need. Right. So I remember like five years ago, it was like Im- impossible to do. Like there was just no clear way forward. Um... But then, I don't know, I'm always surprised by emulator shit, like how people said you would never, it was never going to be possible to run um, Mario N64 on a 3DS. And literally, like, three to four months later, someone had the game running at, like, 60 frames per second, full res, or, you know, like, max res for the, uh, the 3DS XL, on it, just fine. It was perfect. And, like, that's how quickly the emulation scene moved with that. Um... But yeah, from what I understand, it a lot of the issues as to why Sony first of all, a lot of the issues as to why Sony doesn't include like backwards compatibility by default with a PS3 on the PS5, apparently a lot of it has to do with cell. Um and the fact that Sony I, I'm not sure if it's out of principle. Maybe it's the fact that a lot of these emulators don't want you to use it in a commercial license. Uh, they're not going to use a community emulator and they don't want to build one from the ground up um, because even they probably understand that cell was a fucking headache and it was an architecture that was literally meant for like hospitals and shit that they shouldn't have tried to also use in a console and call a feature. It clearly didn't go well and the PS3 only ever outsold the Xbox 360 by the skin of its teeth at the very end of the console's lifespan. Like it, it didn't, it, it never worked out. And but I believe cell the cell processing architecture is the exact reason as to why they haven't made an emulator of it yet, because it's just a bunch of money and time to sink in. So people will spend no new money on just putting an old disc they have in their new console. There's no real financial benefit for them. Um, in regards to PlayStation One and Two games, though, I really don't fucking know that like it's it they already. Well, they did that. With the, they just remake the games. It's not even that at that point. They're just remaking games. Well, here's so the they thing, don't really right? Care. The PS3 emulated, if I remember correctly, it emulated PS1, proving that it wasn't even hard to do then. It's certainly not hard to do now. The PS2, the way the PS3 accomplished it originally, was it had the actual like PS2 CPU on board. They in later models, they unfortunately. Because uh, I, I, it fucking blows. But they did get rid of it, and they just emulated it, and it didn't run nearly as well, and it had a bunch of issues, and that's why most people, if they like go and get a PS3 now, they want an original model because it has the um the PS2 chip. I don't have one, unfortunately. I've wanted one, and I've been looking for one for a good price. Um, I only have. I a... think I have one. It's like it has the Spider-Man text on it. Uh yeah. 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 Um. 
Mom2236, who's actually going to make an appearance in a later um, story here, uh, actually said he can step in on this one. So, Mom, if you want to introduce yourself here and, and talk, you feel free. I'm, I'd normally be brought in to talk about the technical aspects of the Titanfall servers, but I also run a game store, and I have a, unfortunately deep understanding of the PS3. I wish I didn't. Um, Sony's emulation has always been kind of crap, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so the PlayStation 2 contains the, uh, the CPU for the PS1 in it. The original models contain the CPU. They contain the original... Uh, what was it? I think it's a MIPS 3000 CPU, which allows for hardware backwards compatibility, and that CPU is used for some processes in some PS2 games, like I believe Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter. They use them for shaders, and the latest model PS or PS2, the 9000 series, it looks like the slim, but it looks really cheap. The bolt, the bottom half of the console is all glossy. Oh yeah. Uh, that that one does not include the PS1 CPU, and it. It runs PS1 games by emulation, and PS2 games that use that CPU just get nothing. You get black textures. It runs PS1 Funny. games like garbage. The emulator was bad. It was really bad. So the way it booted PS1 games back in the day was called Pops, and it's still called Pops on the PSP and the PS3, but it's software emulation on the PS3, I believe, and it's booting into a hardware mode on the PSP because it still uses a MIPS 3000 but it has additional instruction sets, I believe, and a higher clock speed. So the PS3 can run a PlayStation 1 disc from the drive. It has no problem doing that, as well as running it off the hard drive, which is how you have downloadable titles. Mm. Half of the models it launched for the PS3 include the Emotion Engine, and it depends on what model you have. If, the, if your PlayStation 3 is Chrome, it will have the Emotion Engine, and it runs really, really hot, because the Emotion Engine is basically powered at all times. It's not used in games unlike the... PlayStation 1 CPU in the PS2, though, so technically it's only there for backwards compatibility. The silver models, which look like they have painted silver trim, do not contain the Emotion Engine, and later PlayStation 3 models don't contain it at all. They run it via software emulation, which was, as you noted, garbage. It doesn't run good at mm. all. Nobody likes it. I mean, there's people who will install PlayStation 2 games out of their hard drive, but we all know it doesn't run properly. So the problem with emulating PlayStation 3 on any other any other architecture is due to the way that Cell works. And it's because you have six cores, and each core can only talk to the one in front of it and the one behind it. So if you want to add a process to the sixth core, you have to tell every single core in front of it to talk to the final core to get it to do something. And when you want information from that core, you have to pass it all the way up every single core, which means that when you're emulating it, you basically have to sit there and tell the, the emulated processor to wait while it talks to every other core, which makes it a mess, an absolute mess to emulate even today. There are games that still don't emulate with our PCS3. Uh, I, can, I know that uh, Ratchet and Clank Future Tools of Destruction does not work. It will crash in the first area. So due to the fact that Sony used... Uh, PCSXR for their PlayStation Mini. They did not develop a PlayStation 1 emulator in-house. I'm willing to bet Sony's not willing to deal with it. They don't want to make their own emulator. They don't care for supporting it. Their current option is to have cell processor servers, which is what cell was originally designed for, running in a massive data center to stream games to end users. Yeah. That's their option, is to just have a massive data center doing this for them. Interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I knew there was one Ratchet and Clank game. I didn't know which one it was, but I knew there was one that was explicitly just not emulatable currently. 
There might be others. All I know is that I tried Tools of Destruction, and it plays the intro cutscene, and then it crashes. It's, un <laughs> it's, un it's unfortunate. Sony made Sony made an architecture that it was, it was supposedly very good for servers. I don't know what you would do with it, but it ended up being uh, an architecture very hard to code for for their their home console. And Sony knew that they were doing that, and they hoped that people would code for only the PS3. And instead, what they got was a whole bunch of uh, completely worthless PS3 parts. Because why would you bother? Yeah, from the little bit I've read on it, I believe Cell was mainly meant to be used in like simulations of uh human body parts in like a like a hospital environment that's why i referenced that um or something along the lines of that and it they a, just it was a data center cpu it was developed with ibm for data centers we're talking massive massive data centers just having rack after rack after rack of these things they were built for specialized software yeah and then they just decided to put it in a console i'm not sure what their thought process was if there was a thought process at any rate <laughs> Um, I don't know, maybe they, maybe they, I, I really can't think of a good reason as to why Cell was ever used in the PS3, but I think that's like I, I a million think, dollar I think question. I think it's just because they already had it. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, but I didn't want to overstep because I don't really, that seems like a little bit much too. I, I think Sony would be a bit smarter than that to just like, oh, we have tons of it. Let's just put it in everything. Um, yeah, thank you for the, the insight there. It was pretty nice to know. Um, but yeah, so I guess as, as Hackaday and a ton of people on Twitter and pretty much anyone here says like replace your PRAM battery, I guess, and connect at Sony servers. But if, if I, if I'm thinking correctly here and a PRAM really, first of all, it's a battery, but it really just seems like a, like a type of CMOS battery. Yeah. Isn't this just go like at any rate, isn't this just going to fail at some point? I already Probably. have that issue all the time with um the Charles's Alienware that yep. is now my dad's tax rig where the uh the CMOS was dead and I replaced it and then it died in a week with a brand new replacement because it just <laughs> sucks. Um, playing taxes at sixty FPS. <laughs> if it's a if it's a CR twenty thirty two, it'll die in about ten years. So we're getting far beyond the the death date on those right now for early model ps3s oh yeah that's true that's very true um i don't know i it doesn't it doesn't seem very great for ps3 owners um including which technically does include myself um i should probably i should probably download some shit on my ps3 that i bought secondhand specifically to use before i can't um because i all i've done is tear it down clean it up and then mostly reassemble it to the point where i just don't care if i put the rest on and i haven't touched it since i should probably do something with it um i thought you played it for lego batman oh yeah well i do i did buy that game on disc i did buy a lego batman 2 on disc to um compare console frame rate shit um but that's it like i don't have any other that's PS3 just games. sad it's dude they gave us five dollars when you're when you're the when you're the world record holder for that game and you already own almost every version of that game, it's like I would just want to complete the collection at that point. <laughs> All I'm missing is the 3DS, a physical copy of the 3DS version. Do you even have a 3DS? I didn't see yeah. it on your own. So. I, a, I didn't see it. I have a 2DS XL. I have a 3DS XL. Um, I forgot you were one of those kids. Yeah, you're one of those kids. I have a DSi XL. I used to yep. have a DS Lite that got stolen. 
I had a original 3DS, Raven broke it <laughs> by sitting on a desk and it just kind of flew off the table and <laughs> he killed the screen. Um, and I think, oh yeah, I also have Rob's uh, DS Lite. Yeah. Because you just didn't want it. And I was going to mod it to be like a Game Boy Macro, which were kind of big for a little bit last year. And I, I got it mostly done and then I just stopped caring. So it still sits in a box. I should probably finish it, but one of the I did a horrible solder job, so one of the uh, capacitors fell off. Um, but yeah, no, I own in terms of Lego Batman too. I literally own like everything but the PS Vita or PSP, one of the two, I forget which version. And uh, PSP. No, it'd probably be Vita because Vita's Vita? newer. Batman Two oh. is released in 2012. I don't think it was PSP. Oh man. Um, then why did you say you wanted to buy a PSP? Oh, because it's got like an OLED screen. Oh, okay. Like early, I'm I'm always interested in early OLED shit, but now um the Vita's got an OLED. Oh, the Vita. Yeah, all right, it's the Vita. The, the PSP's got a, an LCD. Gotcha. But the Vita was dog shit. Let's not forget. Oh yeah, the stock <laughs> it was Vita, complete the stock, dog the stock shit. Vita, the first model Vita will have burnt screens, almost all of them. It was not a good early OLED. Yeah, if you look up um like brand new it's fine not brand new but like lightly used vitas i've seen it on ebay that lightly used they all are burning it's really really horrible um but yeah i'm only i'm only missing the vita version the 3ds version and i think that's it i actually think it's the only two versions i'm missing now aside from like the wii u version which i don't count as its own thing it's just like the xbox one but on a different console and i own the wii one um but yeah, uh, we're going to move on here to a story from XDA developers. Uh, LG may shut down its smartphone business since it can't find a buyer, uh, which I actually didn't see coming at all. Um, I kind of thought LG was popping off with their phones and were doing pretty well, but I guess not. Um, this article does essentially talk about how LG's really tried to be innovative, and apparently they haven't made a lot of money off of it, and they haven't been able to find a buyer. And they approached Volkswagen to buy their cell phone division, by the way. Damn. That, down bad, down that bad. That makes more sense than you'd think. Like, uh, I think they call it diversifying your profile. That's true. What I would have thought, though, is they would have approached specific... Unless, unless they're just saying they approached the parent company of the mall, because this is true. I would have thought um, they would have approached Porsche, since Porsche has a laptop brand. That seems like the more obvious way to branch out, since Volkswagen own Porsche. Porsche um, has its own mobile stuff. Porsche has why. Porsche Design, which yeah, has designed I mean. Blackberries too, and Huawei phones actually. Interesting. They designed Huawei phones. I almost yeah, bought a yeah, Huawei phone. A, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Porsche Design Huawei phone. There's two actually, I believe. I have never heard of that. I, man, well, we it, talked about it. I feel it wasn't like sold I'm looking at your Porsche so. Design Acer book. Never even heard of this, uh, like laptops. Oh, this. Okay, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen this. This phone. I never noticed the Porsche logo on it. Um, I don't remember. It might have been three years ago. I got no idea. I don't know. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea when it came out. Um, I do remember this now that I see. I never noticed the Porsche logo on it. I legitimately just like, oh, look, this weirdly proportioned phone with like this odd shaped camera. Wow. Okay. But yeah, I would have thought they would have approached Porsche first rather than Volkswagen. But maybe they did, and they're just saying it's the parent company. 
Porsche is owned by Volkswagen. Yeah, I mentioned yeah. that earlier. It could have just they could just be saying like they approach Volkswagen as the parent company, but um, I don't know, just it just as as it's written plainly that they approach Volkswagen, it looks weird. Um, but yeah, I I thought the LG wing was gonna take off and it didn't, and I'm surprised it didn't. LG's um, phones seem to be innovative, but they do it first, and that doesn't mean you do it best. So other people yeah. seem to be taking their ideas. That's very true. Um, they're pulling the Apple. Yes. Yep. That's taking exactly ideas years is. later, and it works. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're first if, you, well, I, if your actually I if think your idea ends up being executed like opposite, shit. But... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I will always have respect for like the the iPhones one through four, where it was pretty much they stole from Android, but they really did try and like just make it the best version of it it could be. And then after that, I just kind of what fell was wrong with the five? I well, I, per, personally, I didn't really like the five, and I guess the five could be grouped in as well. It seemed like to me, at least, this is more my opinion. It seemed like most of the stuff that Steve Jobs worked on in terms of the iPhones, it was all mainly stolen features, but they really were the best versions of the stolen features. They were the best version of the feature. And Apple then, was at, always about doing that, though. Yeah, but after after the iPhone five, after Steve Jobs died, it just that was no longer really true. It hasn't been true in years. There's there are some things I'll give them that are still better. Naming them off the top of my head, I don't know. But I know there are definitely things on an iPhone that Android has that are just better that iPhone did get from Android. But for the most part at this point, it's not. Whereas in the past, what what they did steal really was the best. Now it's like they just steal what they want and sometimes it's half-assed. Sometimes it's just the way Apple specifically wants it. The worst um, thing I can probably note is the fucking round iPhone 6. Oh, I hate the iPhone. Looks, I didn't it think it was that looks, bad. It looks the same as every Android phone from that year. It oh, for sure. Does. Well, I phones, I can't say the lost iPhone... their identity with the iPhone the, six. They the iPhone the six is me. sturdy to me. iPhone the six I, plus. The iPhone except, six is except, sturdy. Except the plus. <laughs> no, the six S plus I have and it still works. Per well, not perfectly. Like, isn't isn't the six S plus the one you can bend using? Yeah, no, I was gonna say no, using. Yes, it is. is it? it happened is with it? the no, six mine, plus. Oh, well, maybe mine. The six no, S plus. The six S plus. Yeah, no, I was gonna. It happened okay, with okay, both maybe, plus yeah, models. Okay, maybe, maybe it's the maybe it's just the six plus then. But yeah, no, there, my six S plus does not have bending. Okay, well, I just know it's the iPhone six was the one where it started, where you could sit on it with it in, in your skinny jean back pocket, and you would bend the phone. Well, the other yeah, no. thing important to note with the uh, bending is although on the newer ones like the 6s plus um it wasn't as bendable as in you would you you know wouldn't bend when you put it in your back pocket um there were still things on the actual board itself um that would develop micro kinks that type of thing and it, it, it would actually kill specific chips lewis rossman has many videos on it and i used to be like an expert on that specific shit I've long forgotten it. That was years ago. But he's done many videos at length talking about like just how bend gates a thing and how people saying my phone doesn't bend, so I don't have uh I don't have the bending issue. I don't have touch IC failure, and how that's just you know completely wrong, or how rather how I can't have touch IC IC failure because my phone doesn't bend, and how it's completely wrong, and also how it can happen like the iPhone Seven Plus, um and how Apple's design with the six going forward is flawed because it literally the center like pressure point of the phone on a lot of the boards from the iphone 6 through 8 was it was like there was a solder joint for the touch ic in the center of the phone which would receive all of the flex every single micro flex and that joint would just pop off and that would destroy everything 
or destroy the touch I see. So you can use the screen and it could also potentially destroy a bunch of other shit. Um, so I don't know. Zyra, you just made me think that when you said that's sturdy because that's all I could think of is just bend gate and touch I see failure. Oh <laughs> I don't know. Mine, I know a lot of people who 6 pluses still, like they still have their 6 pluses since. And I don't know why. I, I don't know. Yours I barely like works, Zyra. No, literally, no, no. it works. It does not. No, to, we're not. No, Matt, Matt, Matt. Do you not remember in eighth grade when I flung it in the bathrooms? I just started flinging it. No, I don't. And oh, I, oh, I didn't know you're that story. awful with your phone. But I remember we were calling last night, and you're on your phone, and it's oh, no, lagging. No, 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 my phone was at seven percent. That's why it was like it was like well, but, dying. But even so, it shouldn't like be lagging in a Discord call. Oh no, it it died. It was dying. Like genuinely, it, it was. Like, Zara, my phone could be on one percent. I can call you on Discord. And it's fine. I, well, mine is like how old, Matt? But it can still run Discord, and it still it can, does. I don't, I guess maybe you haven't ever replaced the battery on it. That's probably why. Yeah. But even so, like, my phone's battery's pretty fucking bad at this point, too, because it's an Android with a battery. It's, Androids are not great with that. And I'm still in low power mode. I drain battery way faster than normal. And I'm still, you know, I'm still, like, I'm fine in a Discord call. Your, your phone's got it. And also, Sam, remember when you said, like, you're just not getting texts sometimes at in random intervals? Oh yeah, no, it just does. That's iOS, I think. I nah, don't think no, no, well, no, no. My no, no. dad has a. I can pull out the a six S plus right now from my desk and text it, and it'll be fine. That, that's just your no, no, phone. No, no, no. What I mean by that, I don't think you understand. So like, it, it will say, it will say, I read the text. So, like, it doesn't appear as the like the button, like the blue button, to like click it. Oh, you have a text. It'll just say I already opened the text message, and that's what it means. It's not that I don't get texts. Yeah, it's but that you told me before that you don't get texts. Text. Oh, no. Sometimes I genuinely don't get texts, and I think that's like, <laughs> like AT&T. I doubt that. I'm pretty, I'm confident well, we, in saying it's your phone same, at this point. We have the same carrier, don't we? We literally don't. I have, I have track phone, but through T-Mobile. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought. Because at your house, I have no service. That's weird, because, that, again, I think that's your phone, because the rest of my family have AT&T, and they have, like, full bars at my house. Well, the, well in your room. Like yeah, in my room. room as well. Really? Oh, yeah. Dang. My know. phone just doesn't. Get... Oh, you go ahead. I get bad service in my room regardless of what phone I have. I've tried an S7, a uh, Note 9, an iPhone SE first gen, and an iPhone 5S, also a, a, a 5C, and even a 4. And I get bad service in my room, so I don't think it matters, man. You'd think yeah, on a I'm... 5C would be pretty good, of all things. Mm. I don't know. I. I've I've kind of had the same issue for the most part with pretty much I don't know any phone I've had I've had bad luck with but then I use like someone else's phone in my house and it's fine and it's you know they're on like AT&T but any, even phones I've had that are on AT&T just suck and then I use like my dad's phone on AT&T it's fine or my mom's phone excuse me my dad is Verizon um why don't you guys just get a plan for because, well nah because we literally just buy data when we need it through track phone I get, like, ah, the, he has 18, or sense. the only one who actually has AT&T directly is my mother. But my dad and my brother, and she all doesn't track even phone. know how to use her phone half the time, it feels like. You're not wrong. <laughs> I swear I called her once. And, I, like, every time I've called her, she has not picked up the phone. She's like, yeah, call me whenever, if you need me. I call her. <laughs> Straight to voicemail. I'm like, oh, okay. 
Um, back to LG. It's I don't know. It, uh, apparently here, I didn't know they just straight up made the Pixel 2 XL, but yeah, apparently they're responsible for the Pixel 2 XL, which I remember the Pixel 2 series was for a good minute there praised as like the best smartphone in a camera ever, and it, I almost Did got I? a Pixel 2. Isn't it still considered that? Like, well, not not, not like, ever. To no. the days. I, I know LG made a few Nexus phones, but not the Pixel. Yeah, it says here they made the Nexus 5, the Nexus 5X, and the Google Pixel 2 XL. Um, I remember they did the screen for the X, the 2XL, but I didn't know they did the actual, like, whole phone. I thought HTC did, for the most part, they did the whole phone for the Pixel 2 and 2XL, except for the screen. Maybe that's what it's referring to. Let me check. Just the screen. It could very well just be the screen, but it says they're the makers behind iconic phones, such as. And I don't think XDA developers is, like, like, a non-reputable source. I think they're pretty okay. The Um, writer didn't really have a good understanding of it i don't know let's see here did lg make the google pixel 2 xl let's see if we get any easy hits real quick google originally intended to use htc to manufacture both the 2017 flagships later shifted to lg to manufacture the 2xl um the unreleased device that was supposed to be the 2xl under the codename musky which is not a great code name was later redeveloped by htc into the htc u11 plus um information just... i got says they contracted htc for the standard one of the two xl is contracted lg yeah so that, that would appear to be correct all right I'm not I, surprised i kind of am i think if i think that a lot of tech reviewers got it wrong originally when they like review this when they got the phone like a month early to review it because they said they were manufactured both were manufactured by htc i think they were still going off that um so like when I first read this, I didn't even know LG had anything to do with the 2XL other than maybe the screens. Um, it's possible that information wasn't released yet. Yeah, Probably. I do also know uh, that the, um, I believe it was the Pixel 2 and the later the 2XL. The 2XL had the same issue a bit later. I think this has plagued the Pixels overall since the 2, um, but I know it happened originally with the Pixel 2. It had big like screen issues um, and HTC with their screens and stuff they just really screwed it up people would get burning way too quickly for like real any realistic reason on any type of screen ever or their screens would just straight up not work properly at all they'd have a green tint over them and weird shit like that the green tint was most common um i remember that but that's about all i remember from like the google pixel line from the second one and, and up is screen issues but i didn't know lg made the pixel 2 xl but i do remember being very tempted to get one because of the camera and how good it did look um i always saw the pixel 2 although it's my google i always saw kind of the pixel one as the underdogs because it why from the pixel one it did not look like it was ever going to sell it looked like it was going to be another nexus really yeah the nexus just fucking the nexus were some of the highest selling google phones they were high selling but they ended up being shit they ended up being really Uh. awful I think it's the five. What is it? The five X or whatever the Huawei one is still a, a pretty decent phone. It just doesn't have a large install base. Interesting. From what from a lot of like reviews I've seen, most people just label the entire Nexus line is pretty fucking bad. Um, well, I mean, you're probably looking at people who come from only using Samsung devices because they got the highest install base. That's true. For America. Um. That's that's very true. That could very easily be it. Uh, what I do, I believe it was the 5X. Um, there's Android Police did a live stream, I believe it was Christmas 2018. Android Police? Yeah. They did a live stream Christmas 2018 
And it was like eight hours long of like the Nexus 5X rebooting over and over and over to like Christmas music. It was like a Yule log <laughs> of it re of it boot looping. And it was amazing. Oh, sorry, not 5X. 6P. 5X is LGs. 5X is LGs. Gotcha. Um, it's, it's the 6P. Gotcha. If I can, if I can find a link to the the christmas boot loop stream i'll put it in the description because it's so good i i had to hunt for it um actually like uh this last christmas i wanted to find it again i had to hunt and find it it's it's a great i have kind I, of oh no I, I thought it was going to be kind of like the uh the video the this live stream we had matt with the linus tech tip and the memes of the um graphics cards the 11 hour one what do you mean you remember how it was like in stock one is it kind of like that Oh no no not at all no it's yeah. not like the a thing like keeping track of it's not even a meme that's just straight of keeping track uh, of like if a GPU is in stock or not no. no 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 I'm talking about the one that it had the memes I was trying to jog your memory they all have the memes I, they all oh, have I those. didn't know I haven't that was the first one I ever saw I don't even know why I would recommend it to me you know this the the uh, Nexus 5x boot looping thing was just straight up the phone in the middle of the screen like plugged in just boot looping for eight hours straight. A bit more than eight hours, I believe. And it was one stream restart towards the start. Uh, but that's it. It was just eight hours of it boot whooping with Christmas music. I don't know why the hell they did that. It seemed like a very like spontaneous decision because they haven't done it since. I don't know, but I, or I don't know who in the office just woke up one day and decided, hey, we're going to fucking just stream I eight if it hours. Just started boot looping, so they decided to just stream it. Just because. I can imagine that happening, but I can also imagine being the guy who owned the phone in fear of like, what if, what if it gets out of the boot loop and just displays like a bunch of personal info and shit, like someone texts them and just displays live on stream. There were a lot of viewers because there was one news outlet that covered it. Um, so it got like, at one point, I think like a thousand viewers just watching a fucking phone reboot infinitely. Um, I, I, I can't imagine being the guy like... You know, he probably was pretty confident, to be fair, that his phone wasn't going to reboot back to normal if it's a neck. Like, I know that specific Nexus was known for reboot issues. Um, or, sorry, boot loop issues, rather. Um, but yeah, I hope LG does not end up just straight up closing down their smartphone uh, business. But it doesn't look likely that anything else is going to happen. So, I don't know. All I can really do is hope there. Um... I'm going to move on here to a story from ARS Technica. Uh, judge grants class... Oh, this is a good one. Judge grants class action status to MacBook butterfly keyboard suit. Um, this is actually pretty great because it was it was really seeming like for a bit... And I, again, I have not been active in like, you know, like the Lewis Rossman type community stuff, you know, anti-Mac and Apple and just keeping track of that and everything. I have not been active in that in years. Uh, but I do remember the butterfly keyboard shit. And how like everyone who had one basically had issues with it because it just was awful. And if you there's like if you look at the design documents or like people demonstrating the design, it sucks and it just traps shit inside of like the key, um, or like the mechanism itself. And it's it's horrible. It's it's practically Imagine built to fail. Having to replace the entire keyboard because of a single fucking speck of dust. Yeah, and then Apple's Apple's Typical response. Apple. Apple's response was always like, you're doing it wrong and just use compressed air. That was their main response was use compressed air. And if you don't <laughs> no fix it Apple, like that, you're, you're doing, doing it, wrong. it wrong. Yeah, you're, you're using your phone wrong. You're That's using Apple's it wrong. motto, you know. Yeah, it is. Don't make fun of them for it. Jeez. Um, This 
a quote from this ARS Technica article, a 2018 report found that MacBooks needed keyboard-related repairs roughly 40% more um, often once Apple introduced the butterfly-style keyboard. Re repeat repairs, keyboards needing an expensive second or even third fix also increased significantly. Um, they acknowledged the, in 2018, June 2018, they acknowledged it was an issue. They launched the keyboard service program, which allowed affected users to have their keyboards repaired or replaced at no charge for the next four years. I didn't know it was that long. Customers who previously paired for, for those repairs became eligible to request refunds. They did eventually phase out the dumb design because people really didn't think they were going to phase it out. Um, I kind of did because it was a really, it'd be a really dumb business decision if they stuck with it. It was very clearly losing them tons of money. I mean, relative to their size, not much, but it's a business. They're not going to want to lose money like, and replacing the, the same keyboard over and over. Even the people who were like always upgrading whenever Apple released a new thing weren't upgrading because they knew about this. I think Melon still upgraded though, or maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking the wrong year. Um, Melon. I w yeah, I wish you I wish you were here because I'd love to ask him about it. I know what Melon's into Max. Um, he's got yeah. I don't know why. I think that's because he's in music. I think a lot of that music. I don't know why a lot of music people use Mac. Well, it's mainly because of stuff like I. Oh, what I is forgot. It? Not even Garage Band. For music, I don't know. I know for um, there's like Final Cut Pro is a really great editing software that's Mac exclusive. I, yeah. Um, in terms of music, I honestly don't know. I think I I. There's like something in the back of my head that's like there is one like exclusive really good music. Uh, FL Studio, not FL Studio. FL Studio is not exclusive. No, there's some really yeah. good DAW that's Mac exclusive that I'm forgetting. Both um, Ableton Live and FL Studio are on Windows. I think the reason is probably because if something breaks when you have a Mac, you can absolutely hound Apple to get it fixed if it's under warranty. Meanwhile, good luck doing that if you have like an Asus. Oh, uh, totally yeah, especially sure if you have an Acer. That, but... Oh, man. If, you, if, if, you, if you have like an Acer or an HP, you're basically shit out of luck. You gotta buy a new one. Yeah, that's that's basically what they'll yeah. tell you. I don't know. By the way, PSA: Don't buy shit from Acer. And I mean, this is coming from the guy who is looking at three different Acer monitors in front of him, who owns a Acer laptop. Um, and that's as much as unbelievable as the sense. This is all by coincidence. I didn't choose to buy all Acer products. It's literally just like some of it was what I wanted, some of it was what was cheapest. But th their products fucking suck. Like they they're just not good. They're not built to last. The my laptop I have was a was a really cool revolutionary design, but the screen fucking blows. The trackpad is awful, and Zyra can attest to that because it's currently on loan. Yeah, you, you you told me that it would get bad, and I said no, it wouldn't. And, and then that after like we that got second, off the call, it was horrible. Yeah, it just starts typing on its or not typing, but no, starts it clicking on its clicking. own. Yeah. And I've I had like, to try and close the. It literally closed my web browser for a second. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I've had it get dangerously close to deleting System 32 before, and I had to like literally Why just shut the lap. I I wasn't. I was in Chrome, like watching YouTube, and it somehow managed to open File Explorer and navigate itself close to that. Well, you know, clicking every other thing, it opened like five other programs, including Photoshop. Um, but it managed to do that, and I just had to shut the laptop. Force power it off and then power it back on, so I He's like it wouldn't to just tell you something. Yeah, it was it was getting really close though, and I, I was first just watching it like this is fucking hilarious. It's just clicking everything, and then I saw it start navigate like slowly getting close, uh, but just just <laughs> clicking shit from being broken. I'm like, okay, well, time to shut the laptop down. 
did you not know the closed window button? Is that no, not Zyre? Epic. You could tap something, and the mouse is gonna go right back to where it was, like before you tapped it, and just start moving. Yeah, it doesn't work. That doesn't work at, well. At that point, I'd, I'd open up the laptop and disconnect the ribbon. I had to do that on another Acer laptop that's sitting next to me right now in pieces, actually, because the keyboard would type the E key forever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you, God! You, you boot up this computer, and the BIOS is absolutely screaming at you because you're pressing E repeatedly. You enter <laughs> Windows, and it's pressing E. You press Start, and it starts typing out E. <laughs> e. Every yeah, everything was E. No other key on the keyboard worked. Just E, and the keycap for E was missing. <laughs> no I, other. I, I, I physically cut the membrane off of the E key, and it continued to type out E. <laughs> Yeah, luckily with this one, it had um, it has an FN key on it that will like disable the trackpad and a bunch of other stuff. It has a lot of them, which is the only nice feature on it besides the screen being really cool. It's an R seven thirty seven two T, um, or the, the only nice feature on your laptop is that you can disable it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Well, no. That if you if you look it up, it's also the R thirteen Aspire. It's got like five different names, and I hate that part. It's got a really sick screen. It was one of the first like two in ones. Um, and it's honestly oh, it's the two in one design. One I would rotated screens. It, it's yeah. It's got like um two arms that come up the sides, and then the screen can move almost like what three hundred twenty degrees, something like that, on its um main axis. It's nice. Now I I also I kind of miss I I kind of wish that was how um two in ones would have been going forward, and unfortunately it wasn't. It was just now the screen folds to the back and the keyboard lays in the back and then you accidentally type shit when you set it down which is not great um i don't know i, I literally it's the only tech purchase thing i've ever done where i got it because it looked cool it's because i just i use a main pc for everything i had no use for a laptop other than word processing for school so i'm like all right i'll just buy something that looks cool i don't really care um I have regretted that decision because it also only has a dual core mobile i5, which is awful. Oh, ouch. Yeah. I didn't know it was dual core at the time. I just saw i5. I'm like, oh, great. Then I looked up, it's a U. It's like, oh, shit. And then I looked up the fact it's from 2014. I bought it from some random site that had new old stock of it from in like 2017 or 2018. I'm like, great. So the warranty's gone. This site had no warranty. So I'm, I'm stuck with it. Luckily, it does resell for like a grand, and we only paid about six hundred for it. So it's got resale value because it's rare and no one bought it. Um, it did win a CES award though. It's an interesting laptop. Um, but back to the back to the butterfly design here. I remember this was a big thing that um a lot of Apple users had an issue with, and I really thought at the time, like when it was happening, that there's gonna be a lawsuit, like you know, that went forward immediately. So I'm surprised it's taken this long. Um, but it looks like it is going, or they've gotten the go-ahead to go through the class action lawsuit against Apple over it, and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, um, because the butterfly keyboard fucking sucked. I, I don't remember where, it may have been in an Apple store, um, I think it was when my dad got, like, my dad's iPhone 7 battery exploded, um, in his phone, like, a month after he got it, and he had to take it to, um, <laughs> to Apple to get it, you know, replaced, um, I think I used one there. I think I like specifically set out to try one. And... I've used one before, uh, and the space bar broke, and I didn't know how to fix it, and it's still broken. Well, butterfly keyboard or just a Mac? Butterfly keyboard. But gotcha. 
Yeah, I'm not sure there's a way to fix that spacebar, unfortunately. <laughs> I It's fine, because I don't use that laptop anymore, so... That's good. I kind of um, forgot about it. Blinked it out of my memory. Move on here to... I'm, I'm going quickly here. Um, mainly because I have, I have some shit I gotta do, but also... Um, and I gotta poop. Okay, Zai. This is you've said this like the last four times that you've been you've been on the podcast. Uh, move on here to a story from Click on Detroit, who I've also never heard of, um, but I did double check the story. And this is this is a legit website. Um, company, I love how it's just called Company Will. Like they don't list the company. Company will pay you twenty four hundred dollars to go screenless for twenty four hours. Um, Reviews.org is holding a digital detox challenge where lucky contestants get paid to two, $2,400 to go without technology for 24 hours. That's um, so easy. I'll yeah, limit, right? I could do that. Luckily, your microwave is not included in Awful Limits technology, so you can <laughs> use your microwave. Um, <laughs> But it does not include, or it does include cell phones, tablets, smartwatches, TVs, gaming consoles, um, handheld gaming devices, computers, or laptops, Smart home devices, you get the idea. It sounds like I'm reading off one of the things before an EOA test, where they ask like, you know, like what devices you have on you, um, and to put them. Oh, I lied. I had them all on me. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. The smart vacuums are off limits. (laughs) What smart? Oh, like a Roomba. Yeah, I. That's not even a screen. How is that? No, they're talking about um. There's oh maybe yeah maybe a Roomba I thought there's a different one. I was just imagining Samsung was like all right what next we done the smart fridge, smart vacuum. Yeah smart it. vacuum. <laughs> well I think I I can understand it because it's probably better than a Roomba because a Roomba still fucks up sometimes. I, I guess yeah. I don't know. It's just like a regular vacuum with like a screen on the handle so you can like scroll Facebook or something while cleaning the house. I'm just imagining like like a <laughs> a vacuum with like a mouse wheel on it, like like a scroll wheel. That's Does all I'm imagining. It's just like, kind of tacked on there. It's not even in like a proper place. Um, I actually applied for this challenge, or I was going to apply for this challenge, but I'm not 18. I am yeah. literally like three months out, less than three months out. Oh, I was gonna I'm say four, I would so. apply for it, but yeah, it I sucks that it's only 18 or older. Um, but it's a very interesting thing they also say they give you a 200 dollars amazon gift card to help create a techless survival kit which i don't know why they're doing that i hope they realize that literally everyone's just going to like save it till after after the thing's over and they just go spend it on insert random shit that no one's going to use it for that purpose that not a single person i'd buy something stupid with it yeah i know you would (laughs) oh Matthew, i don't even think it's on amazon that's the thing okay um <laughs> not yeah, you're gonna, gonna go any further on that yeah. just gonna uh, go to one of those websites that like let you pay in subway gift cards or some shit what was i what was that a nick johnson video or a nick robinson video i you know it might have been video. yeah there's some we've covered something related to that before we've talked about that at length and it an was episode. a youtube video yeah it may have been some it may have been some quackity published of all things i don't know no i don't think it was it it might have been quackity. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but this is an interesting challenge that I I don't know. I've never seen anything like it, but it's clearly just a stunt to get reviews that'll work more traffic, but at the same time, they're actually gonna give money away. It's it's worth it. They're pro there's probably only gonna be like 
four contestants actually in it. Wait, how could you lie? Like, how could not lie? How could you be honest about it? Like, then are you going I don't somewhere? Even, I don't or... even think they plan on you being honest. Well, here's the thing: they they send you a safe. Um, okay. Well, no, they do. They have. I'm not sure. It doesn't look like it's really detailed in this article, but they do say like on their own website and stuff. I checked it out. Uh, they're they're going to send you a safe that you lock all your devices up in. Now they don't require you to have proof that the devices are in the safe. I assume they require proof beforehand of what devices you have and probably they probably are not going to ask for serial numbers because they're not fucking like nosy pricks, but they're probably going to like, I, you know, like make sure it's the same device. If you have like two of the at same that ones point, at that point, I would just get like another one and then just not have it in there. Just put everything I have and then just blatantly well, lie. Most phones aren't pristine, and if there's only going to be a very few contestants, then they can pretty easily look at a, like a picture of it and say, "Oh, this is not the same phone." But also, um, if you were to just not put it in the safe and use it the whole time and claim you did, they also are requiring people to send screen time reports. Yeah, um, that's the most. Uh, even even that though, you can get around. I don't think you can anymore. If you're jailbroken, you probably sure you could. I'm pretty sure you can, like, factory reset your phone and get around <laughs> that. That's a little extreme, but yeah. Yeah, but for, like, however much, like, what was it, 12000 Tw- No, $2,400 was still uh, a lot. 24000 Yeah, no, no not 1000 uh, Charles. Uh, 2400 I missed that. I misread that whole thing. <laughs> Why would someone for one day give you $24,000? I thought it was that much. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, that's why I thought there was gonna be so few people. <laughs> I thought they were paying loads. Can you imagine if it was twenty four thousand dollars for one day? Um, but yeah, as this comment here in the description says from Lewis or Lou S, um, because it's L O capital L O U capital S uh, for twenty four hundred dollars. Look at all this press. Look at all the press this company is getting, and probably a lot of data. That's pretty much how I feel about it. Data. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they're getting a bunch. My data. They're getting a bunch of people to go to their site, you know, like to check out more details. They're collecting data there. Um, I think the data argument there is a bit weaker than just, you know, views and clicks and everything. But it, it this is like, it's not free press. It co- it's costing them money, but it's probably the closest to free press you can get without it being something stupid. I don't know. This is pretty cool, I guess. There's probably going to be like 8,000 to 20,000 or something stupid people that apply, and there's going to be like two selected. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess if you are eligible to apply for this, go ahead and apply because the requirements are, aren't very strict. You just have to be 18 or older, and they say like burnt out from work, but it, it doesn't mean anything at all. Like that's, that just doesn't mean anything. So yeah, uh, go check this out. As always, all topics are linked in the description. Um, we have two more articles here, uh, Mom2236 before the Titanfall one, so I'm going to move quickly here. Um, OnePlus, first smartwatch, prov- promises a two-week battery and speedy charging. This is from Engadget. I actually really like how it looks. That's the only takeaway I got from this entire article. I read it in full. It just seems like a normal smartwatch. I just really like how it looks. I think it's just a great-looking smartwatch. I don't know about you guys. And I think they said it's larger than average. Interesting. Yeah, it's larger than average. They did say that in here. Yeah, it goes on your wrist. <laughs> wow. I just like how the um, that, real folks. large for that. I just like the circular screen and um 
I just I just think it looks great. I think this is what like the Apple Watch should have looked like. I yeah. remember when that was leaked, but like the early, early leaks were like, it's going to be a circle. And it was the weird fucking square thing that it is right now. Um, I just kind of always thought this would be uh, what it looked like. But yeah, I don't I know. I had a friend with an Apple Watch and uh, during a test, he actually showed me that he could use the camera. And it was up inside like uh, the teacher's... Um, like she had a phone holder so that you'd put your phone oh in my there before, God. before class. And he could actually look through the camera at the class. <laughs> nice. That's unnerving. That's a little sus. I did not know you could do that on an Apple Watch. Okay. What do you mean? Yeah, that's weird. I did not I did not know you could access like your phone's camera through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was an app. You can actually, really I, I think you can like do. listen to like you can use the mic that's on like the AirPods case and listen to that like in another room or something. I don't know. God, that's kind of no, creepy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's, if your phone is in a room and your AirPods are still connected, you can listen to it. Or no, you. You have your phone, your AirPods are somewhere else. You can use the mic on the AirPods, not the case. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Basically, there's a bunch of tech to hear if people are talking behind your back. <laughs> back to the OnePlus Watch, though. I mean, I'm I'm over OnePlus for the most part. If I my next phone probably still is going to be the Seven Pro, Seventy Pro McLaren Edition. I'm just literally going to buy it and then flash a new OS on it that actually gets updates. Or not a new a new fork of Android, a new flavor of Android that is an Oxygen OS because they make especially like when they depreciate like how the 7T Pro McLaren was a grand or 1.1k when it launched and now it's like $300 brand new um or $500 brand new off Amazon which is pretty fucking cheap for what it is with 12 gigs of RAM um I'm probably just gonna buy that and flash it with new firmware because I'm really over OnePlus and I kind of feel like if like the people who buy this watch they're gonna get a, a year of great support and then OnePlus is gonna release the next one they're just gonna really just start shitting the bed like they have with their past phones like my OnePlus 5t the 6t um the 7 series like the 7 pro 7t 7t pro mclaren and apparently the 8 is starting to feel it now that the 9 is just announced apparently it's already was kind of not doing great in terms of updates and quality updates so Something tells me people are going to buy this. It's going to be great. And then the next one's going to release. And they're just going to stop pushing firmware updates for it. Which is going to suck because it's a watch. Like, if, <laughs> if, if it's got an issue, there's not a whole lot you can do. It's really up to them. Um, you know, it's just not as versatile. Um, I hope, though, just in general, there aren't a lot of updates they have to push to the watch. Uh, both for the user's sake and also because they should be able to get a watch right the first time. Uh, a smartwatch at any rate. I, I don't. They have plenty of experience in their parent company's Oppo. I believe Oppo's probably made at least ten different smartwatches at this point. It's not something that's that hard to do for a company of that size. So I hope I hope this launch doesn't somehow fuck up or like a year from now fuck up. Um, I know me and Epic. Are, would I buy this? I'm I've considered it. It's a hundred sixty dollars, so it's a little, little much. Um, I'll definitely. I'm probably gonna watch a review of it when it comes out, and then you know see what the reviewer says and then i'll probably decide off that if they think it's really good i'll probably get it um i know me and epic though are probably still pretty salty over one plus's handling of the giveaway uh that happened a few months ago oh yeah that 
Yeah, garbage where they just let what bots happened? claim. They did um they did this giveaway of one dollar coupons for um some of their phones and then um fucking ear they're like AirPods clone shit that like the same oh, ones that yeah, got seized one, by the government. The um, ones you told me to buy. Yeah, well, yeah, because they were one dollar. Um, I said if you could get a coupon for it, and they didn't have any bot prevention system in place at all. You could just if you had a bot set up for it. You would almost always get it, like, guaranteed. They had no system set up to prevent it, no caption, no nothing. N nothing at all. Um, and people complained about it for, like, eight hours. Because it was, like, every hour in an eight-hour interval for that one day they did a giveaway. People kept complaining. You would have think they would have just quickly somehow put captcha on there within, like, the first four hours. But no. No, they just didn't care and they ignored every tweet about it. Um, and so it what did people do with the coupons? Did they... Get the airpot or the um the whatever they were, and then resell them or what? Not exactly. Here's the worst part: if you claim the coupon, you didn't have to immediately spend it. Uh huh. I'm pretty sure, and I also saw it on eBay. There was one listing for it at one point. They just sold the coupon codes. Yeah, I was wondering if they were gonna sell it, sell the coupons, or if they were gonna sell the uh, earbuds or headphones, whatever they were. I don't remember. Yeah. Honestly, either either are lucrative. I'm not sure mm -hmm. how the $1 one would be worth a lot. It wouldn't it definitely I don't think would be worth more than the actual price of the phone brand new. I don't know. Um I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to look into like how you would even sell this cuz I never got one and I wasn't if I got one I wouldn't have <laughs> sold it cuz I would have redeemed it. Um but I'm confident there were like I can hear the salt in your voice right now. Yeah, I'm me and that was so I was so pissed off. I I like did I got a special program set up to like refresh my webpage every specific interval. Um, you should to make just sure. made a bot. That's on you. Yeah. I mean the only the only part of my thing that wasn't a bot was me clicking redeem, which is literally like me you know like putting my two hands on my mouse like spam clicking it, which is close enough. Uh, at that point, close enough. I'm. Uh, by the way, every time it hit an interval, the website would just like shut down for five minutes because all of the bots would hit it at once, and it was hilarious. Yeah. I I literally, I was there with my friend in my uh, business technology class, and we both got our work uh, done early so we could look at it and even just we didn't even. Like I was planning on maybe seeing if I could get a coupon or not, and me and me and him were both just looking at it, and we we're like, oh yeah, we might both be able to get one if we're fast enough. And it it turns the exact minute that they start to like go on, and then the website just it's like cannot connect to one plus <laughs> dot or whatever it is, and then we wait like twenty seconds, it comes back and it says, oh, I'll redeem. Yeah, exactly. They just they just spammed the bots. They just put as many fucking down as they. I don't I don't know how they're made. I don't know how they're done. But they, you know, in like simpleton terms, in dumb person terms, they just fucking spammed them. Or either that, or OnePlus just had a really shit website overall, or a really shit shit section set up for this. Really shit I, everything. I do not know, and I don't think anybody knows how many were given away, like at it, all. I think there were at least. For every for every interval, there were at least like five to ten given away, and there were about ten. three people total I saw on Twitter. Three actual like people that got them over the course of eight hours. Three people did. Um, were those uh, manual or that manual putting up? Well, actually, one said it, one said he used bots. The other two nice. were manual. 
I mean, I can sort of understand why you'd use a bot to get one and not like ten. No, the guy was trying to get all of them. He just didn't. Oh, he clearly yeah. didn't have great bots. Um, if you only got one by using his, I have a feeling he probably had one bot. And versus whoever the fuck else is doing this that has clearly like eight billion. I would have loved to see what their like servers look like to just see like the amount of incoming fucking everything from one IP or some shit like that. I, I, I just I just imagine like the resource monitors for their servers. It's like twenty percent, twenty percent, a hundred percent, a hundred, one hundred. Yeah, exactly. And then back down to twenty. Yeah, one hundred offline restarting, and then just comes back up. Um. Like, they're just sitting in the same room, and the fans just... Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. But, um, I don't know. OnePlus smartwatch looks pretty cool. Probably not going to get great updates. I hope it doesn't need many updates. Um, you have to wait and see what it's like overall. But this is their first entry into it, so I hope it's good. And more importantly, they're going to be going now against Carl Pie, Because... Didn't they just announce with uh, nothing that they're going to be doing a smartwatch? If I'm correct, I've never heard of so anything you just I mean, said. They are making that earphone. Yeah, the exhaust pipe earphone. <laughs> oh, um, them. Okay. Move on to our second to last story here, which is a big one. Um, this is from Aris Technica. Report Microsoft in talks for $10 billion acquisition of Discord, which would fucking blow and suck, and that last part Fuck isn't part of the article. You, boo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah. Suck. Yeah, I, I no one's excited about this. I don't think anyone's happy about this at all. There have been many channels that have covered this. No one's happy, no one sees an upside. Although there are dumbasses that think that Microsoft would make Discord an Xbox exclusive, which is the most hilarious dumb that shit I've ever heard. So fuck, excuse me? Can you <laughs> imagine? They like they would they would lose money. Yeah. What did you say? Say that again. You know, that Microsoft so well when Microsoft bought Skype and ran it straight into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it went great. What did you say again, Matt? Um, people thought that Microsoft are were gonna if they buy Discord, they thought they're gonna make it an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why would they do that? But that's the dumbest shit ever. Why? It, no, why would they do that? They'd lose money. Hey, mm -hmm. um, I got a quick question. Has Microsoft ever had like any fucking community pr like platform work well? There's Microsoft no. Teams. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> that in my life. <laughs> it's I've had, I've used it once. And it was for a, um, a specific thing that our school did where some streamer who knows Tyler One was there. They had like a thing on streaming of all things. Um, and he when was, was this. Th th I don't, dude, I, I literally don't remember. This was uh, like a couple months ago, maybe like four or five months ago. I have the, like, I may what? still have some recordings from it. It was, it was dumb. At our school? Well, it, they weren't doing it from our school, but yeah, it was something our school sent, like invited us to. It was hosted by Microsoft and used Microsoft Teams, if I remember correctly. I don't know why they'd use anything else. Uh, but I remember the, the video quality was pretty good. The audio quality was shit. And that's about it. <laughs> that's really about yeah, it. Yeah, I think only Microsoft uses Microsoft Teams. Yeah, my only no, my only memory I, of Microsoft I Teams... businesses do, but... Yeah. My only memory like, of... Yeah, if Discord's gonna fucking die if they get bought out. I'm. I wouldn't be sure about it dying, but I. It's gonna I drop trust, off quickly. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm seeing. I, I've seen like, a, a lot job. of allegedly. 
like not in this article though but i'm not really sure if it's just like snowballed into they will but it's not really i'm just hoping that they don't act and this isn't actually true well, apparently they've been exploring, again, this is all speculation, but they've been exploring options to be purchased by Epic Games, uh, Facebook, which I, I'm glad that at least that's not what they're seemingly going with, because um, it's a way worse option. Um, and there's one other one that I'm forgetting. I honestly think Epic Games would have been like the best option, but or or if they were even doing it, like bidding for it, Valve. I wouldn't trust epic games with this I, I don't i don't trust epic games with anything yeah, if val if I, val I like did Valve. it at least the steam friends would be replaced with a <laughs> yeah. system that's not entirely garbage yeah. Currently yeah they have currently they have discount steam or sorry uh, discount discord <laughs> built into steam yeah that's does pretty anybody accurate. even use the voice chat feature in steam for more than two seconds matt and uh, i do i think we yelled at each other like me and matt used it for like five seconds it's literally I just a way to mm. it's just I a way to like see. ping someone it's just another I, way to I ping know, someone's I, messages i know matt like if i don't pick up the discord call he calls me on, <laughs> yeah, steam. Call him on steam and if i join you on steam you just start yelling yeah, I just start making weird, <laughs> just stupid, weird noises in the microphone. Um, yeah, that's that was really my thought process behind like hoping Valve would is would just replace the entirety of like the Valve friends calling system shit because it's yeah. bad. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's that was more of like a dream. It was never gonna happen. Um, it, but yeah, I I kind of hope this doesn't happen. My biggest fear and i, I th this would actually happen and like them them making it microsoft or uh, xbox exclusive would never happen the mo like all of their install base is pc they would never yeah. do that would kill the entire business um well, how the do it in do windows make and make chatting programs xbox only oh what what did you say uh zyre i feel like they're just gonna make it i feel like they're just gonna make it windows based that's it that's exactly xbox. what i was thinking that's exactly they, yeah, what i was thinking yeah, they're gonna do like a microsoft yeah, account yeah, that would suck. My Microsoft account. Yeah, that would for sure suck. My Microsoft account is a permanent issue that I've talked about with Microsoft, and they said they can't do anything about it. By the way, where in their system it's bugged, so my account thinks it's both 99 years old, which is the like the max age limit on it, and also to like 21 years old at the same time. <laughs> and then some, it somehow has confused itself into thinking that despite having both of those ages in at once, that I'm like six. So I can't download anything. I can't even get updates for like half the stuff on the Microsoft store. So I had to make a separate alt to get it because they fucked up my account. I think they fucked up the same way that they made my Windows 10 Pro uh, activation key into a Windows 10 Pro downgrade to home key and then wouldn't change it back. I think it's probably the same weird shit they did there. Um, and I just didn't notice the Windows store stuff till later. But I already have enough problems with a Microsoft account and getting it to work. I couldn't. I could barely get to work on the Windows Phone I have in front of me. My fucking Lumia um, 950. <laughs> Windows Phone. Yeah, I could barely get to work on my Lumia 950. Windows what? Um. So I really hope at at the very least they do what they do with uh, Mojang, where if you have a Mojang account, you can log in with a Mojang account. If you have a Microsoft account in Minecraft, you use that. But you don't. You're not forced. Now they actually have started forcing it. They've said if you migrate, you get like some free cape or some dumb shit. Yeah, and also um, you might get, like, if you don't, I think you lose your account or something. 
I don't think you lose your account. I think I eventually think they kept saying that, but they never really did that. Yeah, because no one was doing it at all, and they weren't about to delete everyone's account. Um, I actually tried. I kept getting that message, so I tried it once, and then I just lost my account. It's not like it didn't work. It it my account just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. I think the reason they want um people and, and this is with Minecraft only. This is the only reason I could say this. I think a lot of the reason they want people to migrate, part of it is because it's Microsoft want people on Microsoft stuff. But there a lot of it is unmigrated Mojang accounts are really vulnerable to getting like hacked and shit. Um, that's why you can go on eBay and buy like an unmigrated Mojang account where all you do is just like change the email and the password and it's your account for like eight bucks. That's how you can do that. Yeah, that um, th that doesn't happen with a Microsoft account because they're, for the most part, at least it doesn't happen because even if people are stupid, most people do have two factor authentication or Microsoft will send an email. If you set like a recovery email, there are just more checks for a Microsoft account than there are for Mojang. I, I'm confident in saying that's a lot of the reason why, because you shouldn't be able to go buy an account for that game for $8 on eBay and it's someone else's account. If they're that cheap and that common, that is its own issue. I think that's a lot of the problem, but a lot of it is also just wanting everyone on Microsoft stuff. It's, it's a no brainer for them to ask for that to be migrated. But with Discord, I don't hear Discord users. I mean, obviously, it probably does happen at least once every day. Someone gets hacked, if not a lot more. But I don't hear like mass Discord hackings happening every day. I don't see Discord accounts being leaked in mass dumps on places. So I know who would want to hack a Discord I'm trying to get that corpse husband than, like, Discord link. <laughs> other than like a, a Discord owner. Yeah, well, someone could want to snoop on someone's DMs. People could just be really petty Black and stupid. Hell. Yeah. People could That's, just have really small-scale reasons. Who, like, shares blackmailable stuff on Discord? Let's You'd be, be surprised. It's this. It, like, See, I, no, people are smart. Overestimate I'm people? pretty sure everybody who's been exposed on Discord so far has had very disgusting stuff in DMs. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, so I... Well, I wouldn't share that stuff, so I wouldn't know. But to be, but like to be fair to Discord, the, I don't. I really, genuinely, their account system's fine. They have two-factor authentication. They have Google Authenticator. That you know, they got everything. Mojang doesn't have that because it's a legacy account system that was never going to have that, um, or at least wasn't gonna have that. It was not ever their priority. Um, Discord has all that, but I still feel like Microsoft would just try and force a Microsoft login thing, and I'm I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to my Discord thinking I'm two different ages at once. Cause that like that that's not I may have gotten the ages a bit wrong I don't remember exactly but that's actually like the explanation the rep gave me that there's two different ages entered at once which is not a thing the user can do and I never did that it was their computer that fucked it up and they couldn't do anything about it and what I had to do was like contact this specific department this specific Microsoft thing via mail and I'm like dude just fix my account we can't do that okay I'm just gonna go make a new one I got I, I was pissed um so i'm not looking forward to this personally i don't think this is going to be great they ran skype into the ground their account system has okay checks and balances but it also just kind of fucking sucks and can fuck people's accounts up like mine i i i'm i'm not looking forward to this i really hope it doesn't happen but it seems like 
it really does seem like it's happening. It could just be everyone reporting on it, but it does feel like it, it is going to happen pretty soon. Not looking forward to it. So, yeah. But what I will say, I will say this now, and if I'm wrong, um, I owe Zaire $50. We'll put this on here right now. It is not huh? going to be Xbox exclusive. Oh, I don't think it will be. Well, but even so, I just want to make that, uh, that right, much that clear. Me my money. I will remember this. You remember oh, Actually, no, 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 no. How about you buy me two of those things? No, I'm not. No. No, 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 no. Because, no. you know, that's what I'm going to use the money for. Okay, I'm not doing that. We're going to move right, on to right, our last topic here, sure. um, which I'm going to read a brief intro to. And we're going to have um, Mom2236 here, who is kind of the, I guess, the leader of a lot of the original Titanfall stuff at this point, a community leader, um, kind of fill in some of the details here that I don't understand and just give us a better understanding here. Um, but this is a Reddit thread uh, that Mom2236 actually put in the Titanfall community Discord. Uh, posted by G. Uh Hello, Respawn developers. You're probably wondering why I type majority of your team on Reddit. Uh, the majority of the post links to an EA answer thing explaining the hacker issue and why you cannot play Titanfall 1 right now. So rather than have me stumble around and fuck up wording it, uh, Mom2236, do you want to briefly introduce yourself and then also talk about what exactly is going on with the servers? All right, so my name is Mom. A long explanation, but uh, I have connections to people in the Titanfall community who actually do work on this kind of stuff for the community behind the scenes. I don't do the coding for this kind of thing myself, but I have the time. Um, my native language is English, so I have the ability to explain this to English speakers a little bit easier than some of the other people, but uh, I don't have, I was not the person who discovered all this stuff on my own. I'm not, I'm not here to take credit for that sort of thing, but the issue that's plagued Titanfall for the past three years is multi-stage, so we're going to start with the first one, and that is that Respawn initially changed some values in the Source Engine that allows you to set an illegal name in the game client, which crashes other people's games. That's a pretty good start. That's so, pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah, so by setting your name with a, a... I think the character limit in the engine is 256, which is way over what it should be. The default in the Source Engine, I believe, is 64. The max you can set in origin is 24 so it was already way overkill to start yeah if you if you set your name to a bunch of illegal characters and the game doesn't dispose of this at all it just assumes whatever the origin api gives it is correct and the origin api does no checking you can connect to a lobby and the size of the name and what it contains causes other clients to believe they've been told by the server to disconnect oh. so the average user if they attempt to play right now other than being unable to log in, will be met with a disconnect message that is basically filled entirely with pluses. Ah, fun. Yeah, so that's been going on for a few years. Respawn has had absolutely no comment on that. And even beyond that, it's we found out just in last November that it's possible for you to fill the servers with unauthorized clients. They can't play the game, but just give you three minutes to provide authentication that you are a valid origin user and in that time it doesn't disconnect the client or what it thinks is a client rather so basically the, these guys are running a script i'm not going to say what it's in because i think it might be a little bit too early for that i do have an understanding of what they're running but basically send packets to the server server thinks there's 60 users connecting in individual lobbies 
and with those 60 users, it is impossible for a regular user to log in because Respawn only contracts a certain amount of instances for the servers. And when it filled, multiplay doesn't enable anymore. So it's it's physically impossible for you to log in in those three minutes. Every three minutes, the client, all the fake clients disconnect, and you may have the chance to get a ticket to claim for a, an instance so you can actually log in. So it's very much like one of those giveaways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, exa it's exactly like one of those giveaways. You're just trying to log in, and the second you do, you're going to get booted back out immediately by one of these bots with the fake names too, by the way. So if you do manage to get a, if you do manage to get your ticket and claim an instance to log into, you have basically four options. Number one is that you get filled with five clients that are also all fake, and these take up every slot in your party in Titanfall, and this will prevent you from queuing from any game mode because the bots all say that they have no DLC installed because the server asks the client when they connect if they have each of the map packs installed. These clients don't respond with anything. Even if you do attempt to do for campaign, however, which requires none of the DLCs, you'll be met with an infinite connecting screen because every single instance is taken up by the rest of the bots. If God. that doesn't happen, there's two more exploits that can be used on the servers to disconnect you. The first one causes the client to claim that there's too many proxies for a, a player database, from what I understand, which crashes the game entirely. And the second exploit, from what we understand, uh, is a client basically requesting to change team repeatedly which is normally impossible, and the server lags, which causes it to collect data internally for what it has to send back to players, and when it fills up the entire buffer for what it could send to the clients at a time, it disconnects them all because it thinks they're trying to overload the server. Uh. Every other player. Not the play, not the not the account sending all the bad data. Oh. Every other every other <laughs> player gets disconnected. They all get kicked at once. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, so... The community has attempted to get EA and Respawn's attention for the past two years. There's been a major push just last week, starting with my my post on the EA forums and Steam forums, and Conzi uh, posted it onto Reddit, and that got a little bit of traction. But so far, we have had absolutely no response from EA and Respawn. This game has been on sale for the past three years, impossible to play, and it was recently listed on Steam last year, and the game became unplayable a month later. This game costs 25 US dollars, I believe, and it's unplayable. Yeah, I just bought it on Steam a little bit ago. I haven't really tried booting it up, but I'm glad to have heard that there's an issue with it now. Wait, did you play two hours? So you said you didn't buy you bought it, but you didn't play it. Yeah, I bought Time Titanfall to go refund 1 because it. <laughs> it was on sale. And then I also bought Titanfall 2, and I do play Titanfall 2, but I haven't booted titanfall one yet yeah you can just go refund that immediately the worst part uh, of titanfall no, one is that it was brought to respawn's attention that the installer on steam didn't run the audio unpacker correctly so they fixed that but not the servers <laughs> yeah servers are just too much work it's fucking reminds terrible. me of tf2 how they i don't have they fixed the bots yet i don't think they uh, have the bot situation is caught on on team four is caused by the fact that the Linux client uses a cut-down version of VAC, and because of the way Linux works, the VAC doesn't run kernel mode, so it doesn't have the ability to tell when something that is running in kernel mode is modifying its own RAM. So basically, uh -huh. you can bypass the anti-cheat in Team Fortress 2 by running on, on Linux. I, I wouldn't have said that information if it wasn't so public, 
but unfortunately is. I Valve, see. Valve is Valve is aware of the issue and they just can't do anything about it right now. They can't like update their Linux version or they'd I don't to, like saying to, this, but like just remove back. it. They'd have to rewrite back. Currently, their answer to it is just verifying clients. So if you have somebody who uh, verifies their game, I believe it's through um, the same verification system with the Steam Authenticator. Like you have to attach your your phone number to the account. So if you get back banned through that, your I believe your phone number gets blacklisted. Yeah, I I knew about that already. <laughs> Did you get back banned, Charles? No, I've never gotten back banned, but I knew about that. Basically, the best they can do. Mm. I think my so um, basically then the issue is Linux or well the, yeah the the issue with the Team Linux Two client, is yeah. mostly the Linux client because like I said you can't you just can't run VAC at the moment at the kernel level to make sure that nothing is screwing with it and you know, because I never of that you can that. bypass it. Speaking of Team Fortress Two, um, and I, this is just stuff I was reading in the in the Discord. Is it true that this hacker is also doing shit in uh, Team Fortress Two, or is that? Uh, I believe Konzi got that misconstrued. I'm not gonna say the name of what this guy uses for his bots, but I will tell you it doesn't end in killer. That's that's not the one used in in Titanfall. Mm, gotcha. The ones used in Titanfall are Titanfall Anti and TF Buster. Yeah. Uh, fun. Um. All right. And then there's stuff like so when the um. What happens to, to your guys' knowledge when stuff like last night or yesterday when the servers were up for a couple hours and we're fine? What happens, like, what what causes that? Does the hacker just stop? Is it intentional? As far, or... as, as, far as we're aware, there's multiple people involved in this. Uh, they all have the same spite. That's all that powers them. And from what we understand, there, there, seems, to be situ there seems to be times when the bots go down due to the server they're running on, uh, losing connection, or potentially it gets rebooted for updates. Thing like that and the downtime isn't intentional they're not trying to allow people to play but i believe what happened yesterday is they wanted players to get online just to mess with them because soon mm. after they left the attrition playlist the servers went back down due to the bots so i think it's more than likely they're just trying to use scare tactics uh, the person who was online yesterday seems to want to make new players believe it's possible for them to steal their account what they're actually doing is just changing their name to be very similar to the target with a space in front of it. They have not stolen your account. It's just uh, it's just using your name. Yeah, I was there for that. I was in my call when someone thought that happened. Yeah. It was weird. They've been doing that for a long time. They were doing that even last year when the servers were up for about six months. Oh, wow. I don't think there's anything to be afraid of for that. If there was a hole in... EA's uh, verification, number one, I'd recommend you, you use uh, two-factor if you're worried about that. Number two, if there was a hole, EA would absolutely be at their throats in a lawsuit yeah. over overtaking that sort of thing down, because that's no joke. Yeah, that's a way bigger issue than just Titanfall servers at that point. That's That affects everyone. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a lot more questions here because you gave a really good explanation. Other than uh, if you can talk about it, I've I've heard I've heard talkings of of the project, in in very cryptic. Is that something you can talk about, or is that still kind of a secret? Um, I can provide a little bit of information, but the amount of information I can provide is is very limited on our contingency plan. If EA and Respawn choose not to do anything, or if they just seemingly don't notice the uproar that's happening around their game. Um, 
It does involve Titanfall 1 being playable again. It involves community servers. And at the moment, it's going to require... Currently, we're looking at a roadmap that's going to be June is when it might be ready. Mm. I'm not one of the people making this kind of thing happen, though. I'm just overseeing it. I don't have the correct background to be working on the technical aspects of this sort of thing. I have a question compared to that, right? If you might, you might, you can say yes or no. Is it kind of like what PC um, Halo was, like El Dorito or like Ida B4X for Modern Warfare um, 2? I'm kind of to, like that. I, I'm going to have to deny that it, it's like IW4X. Ah, okay, 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 okay. As for the rest of it, I'm just going to have to remain silent on that. I okay, that makes sense. I, 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 didn't I, know, have... I didn't know if you could or not. That was just grasping to see if you could. I think I might have a more, like, relevant example. Like, would it be, like, Plutonium? Well, those I'm are the not same aware thing. of what Plutonium oh. is. Plutonium's pretty much IW4X, but for Yeah, they're the exact Black same Ops thing, but right. for Black Ops 2 and MW3. Okay, yeah. so oh, I I, I'm going to have to draw a line that, no, it's nothing like anything like IW4X, because the, Call of, Duty, the Call of Duty engine has the ability to host a, a map on its own. It has the server side built in with the listen server. Mm-hmm. Titanfall doesn't have that. The entire uh, server aspect of the okay, client is okay. gone. It physically cannot load a map without the server being present, which is why you have to connect to a lobby first before playing back a demo. The client has to be initialized into a map first before it can load anything for even a demo. That makes sense. So the the client for Call of Duty has to deal with tick rate and detecting I and see. dealing with physics colliders and uh, hit... Uh, hit scan, like, telling where stuff's going and calculating all that. But the client for Titanfall doesn't. So it can only be initialized into a mode where it, it has all the variables for that information and then play back a demo where all of that is pre-calculated. Interesting. What do you mean by, uh, like, a, uh, a demo? Uh, the, Titan, Titan, the Titanfall engine, the first game, supports recording demos, which is a standard feature in Source Engine. So it allows you to record the exact happenings of what the client saw. So, for instance, if you're a single-player game, you would be able to record a demo in, say, Half-Life 2 of exactly what happened. All of the inputs, all of the moves, all the physics props, how they moved, how the, the AI reacted to you. You'd basically be able to play it back without recording a file. You would just have to own Half-Life 2 and, and run the demo file that way. In terms of Titanfall, it it's mostly the same thing. There are issues as to why demo files aren't necessarily used for multiplayer games a lot, and that is due to the fact that a demo file in most games is recorded client side the only game i'm aware of that supports demo file server side is dota and team fortress 2 i believe it's recorded server side for uh counter-strike global offensive for the overwatch system but i'm not sure yes, how that is. handles it i'm not sure how it, it handles it for the client if the client supports it i haven't dabbled too much with that but the demo system would allow you to play back the events of what the client saw so in terms of, of Titanfall, you would be able to record the happenings of a match or even a lobby, and it would play back all of the text chat. Um, it doesn't play back mouse movements in the menus. So for instance, it can't show what you're doing when you go to switch loadouts. You have to exit that menu on your own. But it will show how a player moved, how they shot, and if they, for instance, just kind of stood there after they dropped their Titan or something like that. It only views from that player's perspective, though. So you can't, for instance, switch over to some other player's perspective, which I believe is it's a not limitation. Spectator. Yeah, it's it's not like that. I don't. I think the Halo engine has a similar issue to that, where you can't view from other players' perspective in first person, mm-hmm. only third person. I think I think Call of Duty Four might have demos in that way. 
on PC, not it, not it, console. It might because I believe Call of Duty Four runs off of a fork of the ID Tech Three engine used for Quake Three. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why all the community stuff around COD Four is still active and all that type of stuff. Well, there was mod tools for Call of Duty Four. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really surprised. I forget about that mod the mod tools because I just got back into it. Um, one other question I have here. Um. Was it true? I forget if I heard this in a call or if I read this in the Discord. Was it true that uh, this like exploit used in Titanfall One can also be used in both Titanfall Two and Apex Legends? Uh, the name exploit I believe was patched out in Titanfall Two and Apex Legends, and it's only the way that uh, they linked the Origin API. It, I'm pretty sure it does verify the names now, and the the length of of usernames is is cut down. As for the other exploits, as far as I'm aware, they are still vulnerable. However, attempting to do that in Apex Legends will get you hardware banned. I'm not going to speak on whether or not you can avoid a hardware ban. That is, uh, that's that's for your own that's for your own discretion because there are other anti cheats which try to hardware ban based on motherboards. And I'm I'm just gonna keep it quiet on that one but yeah as far as far as we're aware it is very much possible for you to crash titanfall 2 and apex legends doing this which is a little bit more of a problem to ea because those games include microtransactions and post-purchase yeah. monetization while titanfall <laughs> 1 does not interesting so that's is is that an explanation as to why ea has just kind of ignored it because it's not really doing I wonder a lot if... for them if it continues for a while, I wonder if Steam is going to start giving refunds. Like, I know they did something similar for another game. Don't remember the name of it, though. It was a really bad game. Uh, Reason yeah. Reasonably, Steam should be providing refunds and removing the game if it's not playable. This is an online-only game with no servers. There are free-to-play free games that have been removed off Steam because the servers are no longer accessible. You can no longer add them to your Steam account. Uh, I can list a few of them, actually. I believe there was... Fallen Earth is an older free-to-play title that is no longer on Steam. Uh, there's a number of games which have uh, Windows repos only. They don't have Linux or Mac builds, and you download literally nothing. You press the download button, and they do nothing. <laughs> um, those also get removed. So I'm a little bit uh, confused as to why Titanfall is still for sale, because it is a $25 title, and... For the most part, it was inaccessible when it released because the servers were filled with legitimate players for once. There was like 204 users at the time, and it was impossible to log in because every single server was filled with a legitimate player trying to go through training or just looking through the main menu at the time. But now it is impossible to play. The game at least downloads and installs fine. I can't say the same for some other games like Resident Evil 5, which requires games for Windows Live for install and first launch, despite the game not actually requiring it for any form of gameplay anymore. It does work off the Steamworks API now. Um, the other game I can probably compare this to is Grand Theft Auto 4 required Games for Windows Live to activate because the keys were given out by it through Games for Windows Live, and the multiplayer and single player were locked behind uh, GFWL as well. But that version of the game was pulled from Steam and replaced with a Rockstar Social Club only version that only has the single player with the multiplayer entirely removed. Um, as for why Rockstar did that, you can guess. Rockstar loves money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've had we've had some like lengthy conversations in the past, at least like five on GTA Online that just overtook like thirty minutes straight. Yep. 
Um, I know what you mean there. Rockstar fucking sucks with that. But yeah, it's painful. Do you think this hacker would end up targeting like I, he probably wouldn't go for Apex Legends realistically? That's EA's cash cow. If he goes for that, EA's I gonna did. notice. I think he's got only for the Titanfall One community. I've been told that there may be attacks on Titanfall 2 that have happened, but I'm unsure if he continued with them. I think the group is mainly focused on the Titanfall 1 community, like I said. There are prominent people in the Titanfall 1 community who do not want to play Titanfall 2, and they are sticking with Titanfall 1, and those people also happen to the people to be the people he really hates. Any idea why is he hates them? Or... He hates them? Because, yeah, you said yeah. his vendetta and motive, and I thought I missed you saying that, so what? what's the reason? reason why they started doing this so yeah I'm, I'm not providing any private information here the, the account for the the first account that started doing this was originally named Gianu. i'm not providing any private information it was the public information the same as my public visible name is is mom you're not cutting something out of out of a twitter account that's got a private name on it or whatever uh Gianu was not a particularly great player he believed all of the good players at the time were hacking so his response was to get hacks himself, and, and he still couldn't beat them, because it turns out getting hacks doesn't make you good. <laughs> so shortly yeah. after that, he decided if he can't win, then he'll just, kick all, the, he, he'll just kick all the people who do win. Oh, so, God. That, so that didn't work out very well, because it turns out when you tell all the people who are good at the game and just want to continue playing, if they can't play attrition in public matches, they'll just all end up in private matches. So we found out that it, it the game leaks enough information through Origin and the Origin API for you to join other players even when they're offline and they're not on your friends list and whatnot, as long as they're connected to the ball servers. And using that information, he eventually developed a bot which would automatically join every single online player's lobby and effectively kick them from the game using the illegal name. So this is literally just like the CSGO one. This happened in CSGO. Uh, Sort of. I do remember a situation in CSGO where it was possible to join random lobbies just by generating a random string of numbers, and you'd have a group of people all named Duck just joining yeah, no, your lobby it was, randomly. It was, it was because the guy made it so uh, Valve, I guess, would would fix Counter-Strike because of hacking. Because it was so, like, for a week, I think a week, two weeks, you couldn't play with friends. Because you just you couldn't do anything with friends. If you made a lobby, it'd just be ducky or duck or something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> the game, the, I, technically, the game has keys for for joining. Like there are actual passphrases. I say that not as in like you have to enter in a word. It's it's just a jumbled set of characters. Is the server doesn't generate new ones on join or upon switching lobby? I believe as long as the party is the same. So that's why the exploit is possible in Titanfall One, from what I understand. I could be getting that wrong. I'm not the person who discovered this, and it wasn't very, it wasn't explained specifically to me in a way where I could, I could use the exploit. It's not something I need to be able to do. But after connecting this bot to people's lobbies, he eventually decided that he was just going to make it join every single lobby the second somebody logged in, regardless of if it was somebody he hated or not. And that kept the servers pretty much empty. There would be short spikes daily where you would see people try and log in see if the problem's fixed um but that account was i believe a legitimate game client that had scripts attached to it at the time and in either april or march last year so about a year ago we had made a fix for that issue with the the name crashing the game 
public. It wasn't meant to be public, but a few people got their hands on it, and that seemed to have spooked the group into no longer doing this, because it wasn't working. So the game servers were accessible between April and September of last year, prior to the game being launched on Steam, with a few occasions where he did try and come online and crash people's games, and of course everybody who had the patch version didn't really crash because the, that, that individual patch had been fixed. Uh, at the time, they weren't using the proxies crash, which is not patched by the current client modification we have. But sometime in November, almost immediately after the Steam release, and the initial interest had sort of died down, Respawn had added extra servers. I believe they added a US West server, which was inaccessible from in-game, but you could join it via command line if you tried hard enough. Um, Shortly after that, they spun up their new exploit, which I call the Fat Man, compared to the... which uh, Giano and his friends call the Atomic Bomb, so I call the Little Boy, because it's just a single bot doing that. The new exploit just crashes the entire server instead of trying to crash the clients directly. So, that's been going on since November, and we haven't found a way around it, because unfortunately that issue is server-side, and we need Respawn to step in on this. Yeah, and then Respawn aren't doing shit at all. I don't... I, I, we are genuinely not sure if Respawn isn't listening, or if EA is telling them they can't do anything about it. And if they are, we have questions on why they're selling a game that just doesn't work. This isn't like, yeah. say, Battlefield 3, where there's a single player, and you can just turn all the servers off and sell it as a single-player-only game or something, and just stop selling a DLC. This is a multiplayer-only game, and there is literally no offline component. The most you get is a background video and an intro button. That's it. That's all players get. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I'm not... The only reason I can think of is why EA's done nothing is literally just because they want people to play Titanfall 2 and Apex since those actually have microtransactions, but I I really don't know. games don't play the same. We have plenty of people in our Discord. I'm, I'm going to say at least, like, 200 people there have to be who aren't interested in playing any other uh, Titanfall game in the franchise other than titanfall 1 because of the differences in gameplay between titanfall 1 and 2 that respawn only barely listened to prior to release and apex is an entirely different game altogether oh yeah you so know if, i they, i went if they from lose these players they're not gonna come back i went from like i i've been playing me and charles have been playing a lot of titanfall 2 yeah and then i went to titanfall 1 uh, yesterday when this was up for a bit and it is like a completely different game i still haven't played it yet I don't know. I don't know. If, uh, first Just of all, refund but, it at this point. I can't. It's past the two weeks. I don't know if my loadout was just bad, but everything feels slower. I don't know if that's Titanfall One. I don't know if that's me. Just me not understanding the game or some shit like that. But it it really is a completely different game. I was expecting I, it to I be just. I think what I think what you're feeling is the fact that Titanfall One doesn't have the slides. So large open areas, which are unfortunately really really common in Titanfall One, can only be progressed when you have enough speed and you start bunny hopping from a wall to uh. another wall. In Titanfall One, you can just sort of sprint into a slide and start moving pretty quickly. Hmm. And part of it's probably I'm used to like really stupid FOV, like insanely high FOV on Titanfall Two, and Titanfall One doesn't Titan, have that baked Titanfall, in. Titanfall Two goes up to 110, I believe, and the default FOV limit in Titanfall One is 90. Yeah, I can I can feel that difference. I don't know. I just it, but it really is like a completely different game. And they're only like they're only like two Titans, right? Two or three? Uh, there's three Titan frames, and you can customize them to your liking. Except for the cores, they're tied to the Titan frame. Interesting. 
Mm. Um, was that, and also, what, what did you guys? And this this is less about the uh, the hacking thing. It's more of an opinion. But um, what 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 was botched about? Because you said you didn't think Titanfall 2's multiplayer was that great. What was um what was in your opinion bad about it? Um, there's a number of issues with the fact that respawns the the team who worked on separate parts of Titanfall 2 didn't really seem to understand the appeal of Titanfall 1. What what became clear to a lot of players of Titanfall 1 who have refused to touch Titanfall 2 after some of the initial tests and even now is that the pilot combat has been severely dumbed down, to put it lightly. A lot of the ways to build speed are gone and replaced simply with the grappling hook, which even Respawn doesn't seem to like. I'm aware they've noticed that there's an overwhelming pick rate on the grappling hook, and it's probably simply because it's too versatile. It does everything. Yeah. I don't necessarily support I'll it admit being I was a grapple pilot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't necessarily agree that it should be nerfed. I think the issue is, is you made one fun tactical and everything else was boring. Which yeah. is actually the same I problem. Don't, I it's don't it's the same problem. Grapple. It's this problem that plagues the rest of the games, and even Titanfall 1, where um, Respawn doesn't seem to like testing things that they don't enjoy playing. And when I say that, I mean they don't seem to want... They didn't seem to want to buff weapons on the PC version, or more the, the consoles have uh, the same the same damage values and everything. But the, the assault rifles on console play similar in, in a meta way to the way SMGs play on, on PC. And Respawn doesn't seem to like playing with anything other than the SMGs. Each one of their developers independently on Reddit has noted that their favorite weapon happens to be an SMG, which is very telling <laughs> as to why all of the other weapons are kind of boring, or they just don't feel right, or they feel less powerful than the SMGs, because why would you buff something so you're being killed by the gun that's not yours? Yeah. That's, Seems it's, like it's, a conflict of interest to play the yeah. game that you make. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of noticeable things in Titanfall 1 for that. It doesn't help the servers are falling apart and they're not performing exactly the way they should, but there is a notable issue in Titanfall 1 where the DMR has absolutely no place in the game. It sucks. It's it's just G2, but worse. Um, the car is literally the same thing as the R101. It's got mild differences, but honestly, it could just be an attachment. And... Uh, what else? The P2011 has absolutely no place in the game. It's literally the worst pistol in the game. Yeah. It, it has nothing notable. It's not. It, the fire rate is not fast. The damage is not high. It does not have good range. It does not have close range. Good, good close range performance. And <laughs> it has an issue with the animation that makes it unusable when you when you aim down sights because the the recoil the visual recoil of the gun covers up the entire crosshair and everything above it. Mm. So it, it's also entirely outclassed by the smart pistol. Even when aiming down sight, the smart pistol deals more damage. It deals more damage to titans when you're rodeoing. It has the option to add an extended mag. Meanwhile, the P2011 has one coded in the game, but it's not usable. <laughs> so with Titanfall 1, the, the, like I said, the ability to gain speed is an issue. They absolutely reduce the amount of maximum speed you can gain, with, which is a little bit strange because my understanding of Titanfall 1 and speed is you trade, you trade vertical momentum for horizontal momentum, if that makes any sense. And what I mean when I say that is, a lot of people seem to complain about the ability to bunny hop in Titanfall 1. You can't gain speed while bunny hopping in Titanfall 1. You can only lose it. You can either maintain it or lose it. The only way to gain speed is to either ascend or to descend while air strafing. Which is why air strafing when ejecting gets you so much speed. Because you're trading the, the ability to go up and down. You're trading the, the vertical momentum for horizontal momentum. And I'm aware that you're going to go up and down regardless, but it's the action of, of having the speed vertical is what allows you to gain speed horizontally. And Respawn seemingly didn't like that. I guess they found it really hard to shoot pilots who zipped across the map the second they ejected. Yeah, um, that that is kind of understandable. 
I would understand if I, 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 yeah, I would understand if they reduced it, but they basically removed it, and that's the issue. Yeah. Makes, as someone it, who used to like bad play in Titanfall One, but it's a horrible play in Titanfall Two. As someone who like d did a lot of strafing in their Gmod days, it does get kind of like OP in certain game modes. Like I'm thinking Death Run. Death Run, everybody strafes, and it's like, in my opinion, it's a much worse game now after everybody learned to. But I don't know how it was in Titanfall One, so. I can't really comment on that. Like I said, you can't gain speed by doing it. You can only maintain speed or lose speed, which Titanfall 2 sort of solves by allowing you to slide, which trades contact with the ground for mild speed speed loss. Um, one good thing I have to note about the slide, other than the fact that, unfortunately, it removed bunny hopping, which is a massive negative. They traded bunny hopping for sliding period, is that the slide allows you to move indoors really well. That's one thing I, I can note about the pilot kit in Titanfall 2 that they seem to have, but the rest of it seems to be a massive negative on respawns just not playtesting their game or not being good at their own game. And moving on from pilots, we have the Titans. Uh, respawns, I believe it's a GDC talk, where somebody mentioned they thought that the gameplay of Titanfall 1 with Titans resulted in Titans standing around a lot shooting each other, which, as far as I'm aware with the way the game plays, is completely opposite to the way that it actually plays, because standing still in Titanfall 1, regardless if you're a pilot or Titan, so what they wanted to do was basically the effect is you don't have the option of standing still and tanking any damage because you have no rechargeable shields. So you have to be moving constantly, which mm. is not a good way to force us to move. I did have experience with like dying from losing shield and like just being chased down by a lot of bots. I... So wait, you, you cut out for a sec. Did you, you said you regained shield? Like when you're in a Titan in, in Titanfall One, in, no, no, in, yeah, in Titanfall One, your shields break and then regenerate. Interesting. Yeah, that in my opinion, that's that's probably better than in Titanfall Two. Yeah, the because shield, you have to get battery your shield and, back. The shield battery and rodeo system in Titanfall Two is a complete mess. I could explain yeah, a lot of I it. I don't but really like a lot of the stuff in. It seems in to be a recycled concept from Titanfall One, where there is a cut. Uh, ability for titans to drop in health i don't think it does anything in the final game because i'm pretty sure it's in, it, it's it was an early concept it's basically just name only so they do clear they do have an idea to have some form of either support or titan healing just to allow titans to remain on the field for longer for people who, who clearly enjoy the titan gameplay but uh the the problem is, is that the battery system is poorly explained in-game. It doesn't make any sense in terms of the multiplayer titans. Uh, it makes a little bit of sense for vanguards, I guess. Yeah. And the only argument I can make there is there are handheld systems that don't power on with batteries. Or without batteries, mm -hmm. sorry. Like, you can't turn on a Nintendo DS without a battery, in case you've never seen that. You also can't turn yeah. on an iPhone without a battery. Uh, you can't turn on a modern car without a battery. Yeah. In fact, you... If you remove a battery from a running modern car, you will damage the computer system. Hmm. So, in a sense, I can understand why the vanguards require batteries, but it's very poorly hmm. explained to players how batteries actually function in the the multiplayer titans. It yeah. doesn't make it. People don't seem to understand why. They just understand battery equals shield. Yeah, you and can literally just up. put in like five batteries into the same slot, and yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
can also pull five batteries out of the same slot. Yeah. And then you can also throw a battery into that slot, which should have a battery in it, but it doesn't for some reason. And also you can toss a battery in there that makes the Titan explode or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's the nuke battery yeah. in Frontier Defense. So that's one problem. Another issue that a lot is the fixed loadout slots. I, I don't think that's inherently a bad idea. I think it was executed very poorly because... The way the Titan classes function in Titanfall 2 feels a lot like each person had an independent idea and nobody talked to each other at all. Because you have you have Ion, who is almost, almost a Titan mixed from some assets recycled from Titanfall 1 and Titanfall 2, or sorry, uh, Titanfall Online. And you have Legion, who is also partly recycled from Titanfall Online. Uh... Cone is basically a loadout built out of what was likely the, one of the most popular loadouts from late 2014, early 2015 in Titanfall 1. Uh, the only issue is it's got basically slaved warheads instead of cluster missile. I'm sure if they had given it a cluster missile, nobody would have complained, because that's basically one of the two loadouts that gets used all the time in Titanfall 1. But... Unlike Team Fortress 2, there's absolutely no synergy going on between the Titans. At best, you have an Ion with a Vortex Shield who is able to absolutely fuck up a Legion who is just belting bullets into the Vortex Shield. That's about it. I yeah. will admit, I've had trouble, like, defending fellow Titans if I had a shield. Because it's just, it's almost impossible to, like get a good angle on someone and keep that good angle and keep your shields up. I don't know. For me, Scorch meta. I, I, like, that's my, my my catchphrase in Titanfall 2 is just Scorch mm -hmm. meta. It's it's literally just... It's stupid. It's, it's kind of overpowered. Yeah, yeah you just... Scorch was underpowered until Frontier Defense came out and Respawn finally realized they made a shit Titan. Did they buff him, or...? Yeah, they gave him some buffs when... They gave him and Legion some buffs when Frontier Defense came out. It took literally until the Frontier Defense update, I believe, for them to change um, the dash system. So, by default, I believe the Ogres had no dash at all unless you used Turbo Engine. Which meant that you were you were literally limited. There was an entire button in your kit which now does nothing. Huh. Interesting. So they eventually rebalanced it so the Turbo Engine increased the, the recharge rate of the dash. So it took it took a shorter amount of time. It cut the the recharge time. Meanwhile, for every other Titan, it added a dash. So uh, the Atlas Titans would have one and increase to two. That was standard from the start. And the the Strider Titans had two and it increased to three. So before that, the Ogre Titans were entirely outclassed in terms of mobility options, which really sucked because the only option for Legion or not Le Legion is standing still. You are literally a, a walking tank, so you could stand still. But for Scorch, that's not an option. The best option for Scorch is to be behind the enemy, which is really hard to do when you are literally the slowest Titan in the game with no mobility options. Yeah. And there were another other uh, a number of other issues. Like I believe, um, they changed the way how Scorched Earth with Flame Core works. It, the final version causes three flame walls i believe to be deployed after its use originally it it fired it basically laid a cluster missile of thermite on the ground it's kind of odd to describe i don't know if there's any gameplay of it but it was basically possible to kill yourself by using the flame core while walking forward <laughs> there huh. is also the what was it, the 
amped, I don't remember what it's called, but there's the amp Scorch launcher kit, like the the amp launcher kit, which adds extra thermite on hit. I believe that used to deal less damage, and that was buffed. There was the thermal plating kit, which made it so you you took reduced thermite damage. That used to be, I believe, something around 60%, and now it's currently 90 which meant that the difference was so negligible it didn't do anything. Yeah, I know, um, currently, right now, all I see Scorch used for, um, and also all I use him for, is you literally just dash into the enemy and just hold the flame shield and you deal, like, half damage. You shoot them once, and then by the time you're done reloading, your shield's ready to just finish them off. It's, yeah, it's stupid. All, all your options are similar to that of a pyro from Team Fortress if the pyro was yeah. even slower. I'm pretty sure the pyro is already one of the slower classes. He's faster than the heavy, but that's about it. But no, he's a medium speed, is, in my opinion. Mm. He's, all I know is he's slower than the spy. And then he's got a weapon that can speed him up, which is what I use when I play yeah, TF2. The, the, the pyro has mobility options, and Scorch just doesn't. You have, yeah. you have the thermal thruster, you have the detonator, you have the Scorch shot. And aside from arguing over I how think it's the power the jack shot is that broken, speeds your walk yes, up. yes, this yeah, the power jack increases your run speed when it's equipped, but you also take, I believe, ten percent more damage from bullets. Mm -hmm. It also gives health on kill, which Scorch doesn't have. All Scorch has is thermite weapons, which are the damage is reduced when a, a Titan is holding a sword in front of his face. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty useless all things considered i've got you can I've, the only counters to scorch right now though because uh, most people will just turn and face a scorch therefore since scorch it like is sprinting for example if a tone turns and faces a scorch really any titan um as he's about like running towards them to flame shield him he, he outruns them he's like absurdly overpowered and it's because most people don't want to turn around because then they're afraid they'll just launch a thermite launcher at them um I think that Scorch is still pretty low on there. I mean, he's effective, but it requires the enemy Titan to either be overwhelmed or oblivious that you're there. You'd be surprised. It's it's. I've had many games with like pretty high G level players where you can just like run into people and they know what you're trying to do. They know like they're trying to plan for it, but half the time they just can't do anything. At at least you get about one kill before you have to nuke a check, and at most I've gotten like four. Maybe the game's changed in the past two years. I haven't, I haven't played it since. Yeah, Scorch <laughs> has become stupid. Scorch and the Legion of all characters. Scorch, Legion, and then Ronin have become absurdly OP. Ronin was always powerful. If you can let, you can stand there and tank a uh, a nuke eject. I believe when you're in sword core with the sword block up, it reduces the damage by ninety percent. Well, Legion or not Legion, uh, Ronin's currently OP because he can swing the sword through the um the shields of both scorch and legion and it will damage the the um titan still so for legion that's not as big of an issue because he has a giant gun but with scorch in order to put the shield up you can't shoot and if he can just swing through the shield and he doesn't have to be right next to you you're not doing any damage to him he's about the hit but and then they're only effective because legion is also effective against scorch but scorch is also effective against both they're all really overpowered and then every other titan especially tone now is really weak for the most part i don't like almost always if i'm scorch I, i'm able to take out a tone in like five seconds you just you just dash into them and just hold <laughs> just hold middle that, mouse that depends on range if you get if a tone gets sight of you at range you're basically done for and you have no options nah no the shield has stupid range you can be like 10 feet away from someone and the shield will damage I, them i mean like half a map away because the maps are so open 
Well, half of, yeah, that's true. I'm not talking about the range that you could hit them with a flame wall. All right, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. But um, I think that's all we got. Um, thank you for coming on and explaining all of the, the issues with Titanfall 1. Um, I do, I hope EA actually do something about it. It's a, it's a pretty clear issue. And I also, like, I bought Titanfall 1 literally the other day to play it, and I didn't realize this is all going on. That's how I found all this. Um, yeah, and- I bought it near Christmas time, so I'm way out of refund time. <laughs> I'm probably not going to refund it, because I only I bought it on a key site. I paid like $2 for it. But I got it on sale for like really cheap, like less than $5 or something. Yeah. I've, I've bought Titanfall 1 three times. No, four. I bought it once for somebody else. I want a physical copy that's still sealed, and I bought it on my main and my alt account. Nice. So I've put some money into this, and it doesn't work. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Anything you want to promote when I add before we uh we sign off here? Uh, can I promote the Discord? <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's fun. All right, if you guys are interested in Titanfall One or even some of the prospects on on the community's efforts to revive Titanfall One with the the project that I can't name yet, or Titanfall rebuilt in Unity with absolutely no Titanfall assets but the same gameplay, uh, find the Titanfall Remnant Fleet. We got links on the Reddit. Unfortunately, the link in the sidebar is probably still outdated. We're trying to get that updated, but. There is a community here. We are alive and kicking. And I'll, I'll be sure to include the uh, a link to the Discord in the uh, description of the, the video. All right. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, um, thank you for coming on, uh, Mom2236. Yeah. And, thank um, you for having me. Yeah. And thank you for your service as well. <laughs> My job. My, yeah. Have a uh, good day. I'm just really glad that somebody's actually doing this and trying to like get EA to actually respond to this. Yeah, I, lo- I love seeing this within communities. Just yeah, banding together and uh, trying to solve a problem. User disconnected from your channel. Okay. Zaire's <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> just gone. I know I was droning on, but yeah. Um, now nah, Zaire told me he's got to go eat, and I think he just dipped. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to the City Monkeys podcast. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys next time.